What's up, guys? Going to tell you a little bit about what's on the show today. We talk all sorts of things. We got a great Ask the Goon segment from a lady. That was a fun one. And um, look, we talk a little bit about the Dead City. Mike thinks it's coming back. He thinks he's going to get a lot of pussy once COVID's over. I say nay. Speaking of nay, we interview some sort of weird human-man hybrid at some point in this show. Whoa, there he is again. Uh, look, the show is great. We've got a great interview for you. We talk a lot about the Capitol storming. We uh, we watch a new children's show out of Denmark about a man with a giant prehensile penis. If you don't know what prehensile means, that's on you. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, uh, I need to tell you some stuff. Uh, I have some dates coming up. I'm going to be in Uncle Vinny's. Um, uh, the 20th through the 23rd with Lewis and Zach out in Point Pleasant, New Jersey. I'm also going to be in Maryland, uh, North Carolina, and Georgia. This, If you're listening to this, this coming week, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'll be out on the road. I'll be featuring. You can go to my Twitter, at Chris from BKLYN. You can get tickets to those shows. I'll be doing a half hour at each of those shows. I think tickets are like 15 bucks. So if, you, if you're around, if you're in any of those states, Go to my Twitter, uh, click the follow button, then click the ticket links, and then, you know, buy some tickets, come to the shows. Uh, also, you can check out our sponsor, lzyauthentic.com. You're going to get all sorts of lazy-ass fucker apparel just laying around on your couch, dope-fitted, great T-shirts, limited-edition prints. You're not going to see anybody else with this kind of stuff. lzyauthentic.com, very original designs. Use the promo code chris one at checkout. Just go check it out over there. If you don't want to buy anything, don't buy anything. But if you do, use the promo code Chris1 at checkout. You're going to get a 10% discount on anything they're selling. I think it's really good stuff. I have some stuff in the mail. It's on the way. Mike, you're going to get some stuff, right? Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Aren't you getting me a fitted for Christmas? Yeah, yeah, for next Christmas. LZYAuthentic.com. Uh, use the promo code Chris1 at checkout. You're going to get 10% off. All right, let's get into it. What the fuck is up, goons? I'm happy to be here. It's your boy. I'm here. Your host, Chris from Brooklyn. I am joined, as always, by my stalwart producer, Michael M. Harrington. How are you, Mike? Not not an M, but yeah. It's very strange to me that you won't tell me your middle name. I mean, I, I've given you, it's K, right? K is the, is the initial, so. Michael K. Harrington? Yeah, sure, that works. I don't, I don't like... Does it K stand for KKK? You racist. Mm. Are you buying robes from that lady Ruth that we discussed last week? No, no, no. Surprisingly not. Well, we had an argument off the air last week that we feel I feel like we should get into. But you, actually, before we get into anything, obviously follow Mike DM Harrington on uh, Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at Chris from BKLYN on Instagram and Twitter. And you know something? Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. One guy uh, left us a five-star review, and he wrote, You stink, but still have five stars. So I mean I think I think that's somebody who gets it. Yeah. So because it's like, look, you stink, but you know, also like I'm not just gonna fuck up your algorithm. Yeah. I mean, we we have gotten a couple of low reviews, which I'm fine with that too. Go ahead, give us a one star review. You don't like us? I'm forced down your throat. Who? We've gotten a couple of one star reviews. You could look them up mm. if you want to read them. I would imagine. <laughs> that's a terrible. That's that's a terrible marketing scheme, Chris. What? T- tell people our one star reviews. Somebody got no. mad that we used wrestling li- lingo on the show. Do we use that much wrestling lingo on the show? Yeah, 
talking about getting put over quite a bit and you know K-fabe. face turns and kayfabe yeah mm. but i just don't want to set a precedent where it's like oh we're only reading the one star reviews on the air then people are going to be like one star love the show just wanted to get read on air you know it's a bad i precedent. mean if we got twenty thousand <laughs> one star reviews tomorrow <laughs> that would probably help the show all right fair enough yeah but no, I don't want to take that chance. Because what if it's only like a hundred one star reviews? Yeah, that would be pretty. But if they were all, if they all came on the same day, like, look, if you're listening to this the day of release, just write a one star review. Write any review. But you know, you can don't write a one- tell them to write a one star review. You know, I don't think you know what something. This is something I'm going to say this right now. How come there's not enough people need to start leaving three star reviews for things? I appreciate that. I I really hate. The fact that all reviews that are... This is why... Stop thinking you're a critic. You're not a critic because you always click either one or five. The, I'm, I'm saying, the you is anybody listening to my voice. The royal you. The, yes, the royal you. I am fucking furious constantly because... The, the, look, here's the thing. Everything is not shitty or good. There's shades of things. There was a place called Matt's Grill in Midtown that I used to eat at when I was killing time. Right now, now think about this. This is a fucking place right by. Uh, it was it was it was less than a mile from Morea. Do you know what that is? No. It's a uh, Michael White's uh, Michelin starred restaurant. Uh, fantastic restaurant. I've eaten there before. Um, it's right by Ma Pesh, which is one of, is in the Ma Momofuku group. But Matt's Grill was a place that on uh, it was like fifty fifth and eighth. Uh, it was a nice little old place. You get steaks and chops. I remember I used to go in there, and for like $18, I would get two pork chops with marsala wine and mushrooms over it, over mashed potatoes with green beans on the side, and beers were three bucks. I would go, and every once in a while you'd go in there, there's a guy with a stand up bass playing stand up bass. It was like a. I'd be, I would go on there, and there's all these one star reviews, not a great restaurant. I'm like, that's a great price for that meal in that neighborhood. You guys are assholes. And I wrote, I gave four stars. Because it, it, it's not a five-star review. Still very big fan of the place. It's not there anymore. It's gone out of business thanks to COVID. I mean, it couldn't be because of all those one-star reviews? It could have been. I, I, I don't know. I, maybe I, Look, here's the thing. If all those one-star reviews came in in one day, it would have boosted them in the algorithm, and then people would have been like, I got to go to this terrible restaurant. Like when that awful review came out of Guy Fieri's, right? Remember Guy Fieri opened that place in Times Square? No. Guy Fieri opened this like crazy restaurant next to Don Coquis. Right? That's the name of it. Uh it Don Coquis is a popular restaurant. Yeah, okay. So right near there, uh in Times Square, and it got like an awful New York Times review. And revenue fucking tripled. Hmm. Because people were like, I have to see how bad this is. Now, obviously that eventually petered out and that place went out of business, but Times Square is a fucking wasteland now. There's nothing there. McDonald's went out of business in Times Square. What? It's a dead city, Mike. It the also- McDonald's in Times Square yeah. and the McDonald's uh, on West 4th Street, uh. which we should talk about that because we have been, you oh, know, yeah. this is part of our dead dead city series, which is, I wanted to get to you. That's the argument I wanted to talk about before I got sidetracked with these one and four, five-star review thing. But the, the McDonald's down by the West 4th Street basketball courts uh, has always been a hotbed for people getting punched in the mouth and homeless chicanery. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you know. Oh, you were homeless. I slept in that McDonald's multiple times. Well, because I mean, that's because you were trying to score dope. Let's be honest. What? You weren't, you weren't buying heroin? No, I was just 
that was homeless and needed a place to go for the night. Mm -hmm. uh, and I woke up to a man uh, punching another man. I don't think it wasn't an employee. It was mm -hmm. just another man. Uh, but their their fight spilled off uh, into the uh, back where the apple pies are and uh, started throwing apple pies at each other. That's some real old-timey railroad hobo shit. <laughs> Throwing pies off a windowsill at each other—that is fucking Laurel and Hardy hobo shit. Well, they're not—you know—it's not windowsill pies. It's well, sure, but I mean, it's the modern equivalent. You know, we're, we're we're scaling it up. You know what I say? Five stars. Okay, so <laughs> that place was terrifying. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it here actually. I I walked in there more than once and smelled PCP. Yeah, like. The crazy place. So you know they had Wi-Fi service, and well, because they I wouldn't mess with you too bad if you bought a cup of coffee. When I was a kid, it was literally the only place in that neighborhood beside that was that you could sit in that was open to eat after the bars closed. Yeah, like now there's plenty of restaurants over there that you can get a bite, but it was that or Grace Papaya. So if it was cold, fucking McDonald's was popping at four in the morning. What else is open there twenty four hours? I mean, you can. Is Ben's? Ben's is open. Ben's is open late. Um, I feel like there are other places to eat over there. I can't think of anything offhand because I'm usually on my way home at that point. Mm. But there's just more twenty four. There's more late night options around the city as a rule. There's you can go to a fancy place. You know what I mean? Like at three in the morning. Like Blue Ribbon used to be open until four in the morning on Sullivan Street. Yeah, but the bars close at four. So what do we? Yeah, but you can walk in there at like three thirty. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like you're not, you know. But yeah, that place was always a shit show. Now the people have petered into the 7-Eleven across the street. That's going to be the shit show now. People are going to be sleeping on the floor in the 7-Eleven across the street. Where do those homeless people go? What? You know you get a stipend for being a, um, for a, being a homeless shelter? Why didn't they just apply for that at the McDonald's? Like the franchisee should have just gotten that. You get like good money. So my dad, I've, I've told this story on the show before. My dad used to live in an hourly rate motel called The Windjammer. Right? The guy who ran the Windjammer in Sheepshead Bay. Uh, my dad lived there for years. Years. And the guy who ran that place was this guy Sid. But he uh, fled the country, I believe, because of some sort of tax issue. Um, and so uh, my dad's buddy at some point, Terry, ended up taking over this place. Uh, his name was Terrence Light, and he changed the name of the place to Lighthouse. But L Y, Sick. but his last name was L Y G H T, so it was L Y G H T House Lighthouse. Sick. Uh, and then so D went in there one day because he was like fuck it when he like for, when he first moved back in with his parents he was trying to fuck some chick and he went in there and the guy who was working the counter was like he goes he goes he goes where's Terry he's like Terry's not here I was like, he's like I need a room he's like we're a homeless shelter now so I was always thinking like I was like if you get there first do you get the jacuzzi room do you get the mirror the mirror ceiling room. Like, that'd be pretty fucking dope. If you show up early to the homeless shelter, you get the jacuzzi room, because that shit costs extra. Right, but I mean, I figure that's got to be, like, a, a a real liability. You know what I mean? You have homeless Oh, people are dying and... in the cook-up. Right. Yeah, for sure. So we can't be, you know, we, we, we can't be doing that. What do you mean? Like, it's, it's I feel like they got to do what... You, like think the... they, you think they took... You think, in order to become a homeless shelter, they were like... Well, this is now a homeless shelter. We have to start removing amenities. I think they, I think they, they filled it with sand like that, uh, like that. Like the skate park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, but I just don't understand why that McDonald's didn't just apply for homeless shelter status. All they would have had to do is build some cubicles. You know what I mean? 
It's fair. Yeah. I mean, and then I'd still be able to get a McRib at four in the morning. Dude, you can't get a McRib. You know how many places I went to? They're not as good as you remember them. Yeah, I don't remember them being that good in the first place, but I went to a number of McDonald's after, for whatever reason, super duper late at night. Just happened to be wandering the streets super duper late. Um, and, they, and they were just like, we can't give you a McRib, it's too late. And you were like, who's eating this sober? No, I went to places and I was like, bro, there's one McDonald's on like 14th and uh, 7th, I want to say. Mm-hmm. There's a sign that is literally a one-story large sign. Right, goes from like the third floor to the second floor. Giant sign that says "We are open 24 hours." I went in at like three, and they're like, "Yeah, we're closed." And I'm like, "You have a flag outside that says 24 hours." And she's like, "I don't know if you know, but it's COVID." And I was like, "Then take in the fucking flag, lady. It's crazy." It's homophobic, Mike. <laughs> I said flag. Oh, I hate you, but. I, I don't know. Dude, I've said this so many times. It's the level of COVID is happening, so we're not giving you the same level of customer service. We it's horseshit. Is, it, dude, it's everywhere. Like, think about it this way. Think about how long, it, how hard it was to get somebody on the phone at the airlines back in the day. Before COVID. The day before COVID. March 14th last year. Think about how hard it would have been to call Delta. Now they're just like, just so you know, you're waiting double time. Because even though this job could be done remotely, fuck you. And that's literally every company. Banks, whatever. I'm like, y'all are essential. What what the fuck is going... Like, you guys are essential businesses and you're cutting jobs? This is fucking... Like, the level... And like, yeah, McDonald's is just like, uh, COVID, we closed. We're not doing breakfast in the morning? What? Like, like what... Does the virus live on eggs if it's past 10 a.m.? Well... What was the reasoning for that? Because breakfast sandwiches were just cheaper, so... I think they make less of a margin on breakfast sandwiches and less people are just eating out. That was the excuse they gave. But what I'm saying is, literally, companies were just finding any excuse to take away things that people demanded of them, and then they're just like, oh, we just blame this on COVID. Oh, your internet's not working? COVID. How the fuck does COVID... That, that's the 5G thing. It is, that- is 5G. That's fucking proof right there. The fact that I can't get a representative on the phone at Cablevision or Optimal, whatever the fuck they're called, fucking, that is proof that 5G causes gay AIDS, a.k.a. COVID. That's why it's all in your throat. That shit gay, son. <laughs> anyway. Can't argue with any of this. The argument we were having last week post-show, you're saying after all of this that it's, and I've heard other people say this, that it's going to be like after the, the, the the last pandemic, which was 1918, mm-hmm. and then it became when did World War One start? 19 the the Spanish flu came out of World War One. That's after. No, no, before. Okay, so the Spanish flu was the was the pandemic. It was like 1916, 1917. I think it was over by like 1918, 1919. But when did when did World War One start? 1914. 19. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, and then so what happened is the Roaring Twenties. Right, because everybody was so upset. World War One, nineteen fourteen to nineteen eighteen. Because of the World War and the pandemic, everybody was so upset, so that everybody was just fucking in the twenties. Right, that's that's the theory. Yeah, sure. Right, that's and everybody's saying that after COVID is over, 
It's going to be a whole new era in like New York City, and people are going to be partying. It's going to be a bigger party than it's ever been, and this and that. And I'm just like, how? What do you mean? You said that. You said you believe that to be true. That New York is going to be popping. Certainly. As soon as COVID is over. Yes. How? What do you mean, how? Like, what do you mean? Like, it's going to be more so than before? I'm telling you right now, uh huh. There's mad bitches who ain't fucking because of COVID. Who? You're getting laid. Yeah, but I'm not naming names. Like, I'm getting laid, right? Until recently, I wasn't. And there is bitches who are like, yeah, I would love to come fuck, but COVID. I mean, them bitches is lame. They ain't fucking anyway. Look, no, I like that's what I'm saying. They were fucking before COVID. I know because I was fucking them. Oh, and then they weren't fucking you post COVID because they they ain't traveling like no, that. No, no, no. They were looking for an excuse to cut off the Mike Harrington fucking gravy train. No, because which is looking... I assume what you call the jizz that piddles out of your dick hole. The gravy. <laughs> Here comes the gravy train. <laughs> that's the that's the sound your dick makes. Um, Accurate. I just don't look. So here's the thing. It's literally the opposite though. It's like we're like I think COVID's going to like COVID's lasting long enough that the fucking depression is going to kick in while COVID is still happening. Like cuz we're on this, like we are having a 1920 style bubble in the markets right now. But like they're just sending out these stimulus checks, which are going to lead to massive inflation, like happened in the Great Depression. But they're sending out stimulus checks for it. And that money's all going to rich people because there's nothing to do. So literally people are just getting stimulus checks and sending them to Walmart and Amazon, like we talked about last week. It's like the inflation's going to kick in and it's going to be like, everybody's going to be like, yeah, we're down to party. A beer costs $70? I guess we're not party. Although I hear the demand, there was an article that just came out that the demand for cocaine is way down mm-hmm. nationwide. Now, here's the thing that kind of sucks, right? Now, if cocaine was legal, right, the demand is down nationwide because it's a nose drug, and we're all scared of breathing things. No. Because nobody wants to do fucking cocaine when they're stuck at home with nothing to do. Clean your house. No, you want to do cocaine when you're out partying so you can keep partying longer. Ain't nobody partying, ain't nobody doing cocaine. Fair enough. What I'm saying is... I passed up free coke last weekend. I mean, that's on you. It's it's not something I do. But it was like, if if there was the party going on, I'm probably doing that coke. That's true. But what I'm saying is this, is like, normally the price would go down in in a typical market. The price is going up for cocaine. Because demand is down? Because demand is down, and those guys still got to eat. The guy you're calling still got to eat. And he doesn't know about market forces. He's just like, well, I got to charge you more, Pa. Mm. I don't know. I, I didn't... I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just under, I'm just trying to understand. Like, you think that for years after COVID is done, these bitches who didn't fuck for like six months... Are just going to be like, fill me with dicks. All the holds. Like, that's what you think is going to happen? We're going to be flappers? No. So like in think, the 20s? Okay. Uh, smart ass. What I think is going to happen, right, is that these bitches. That pussy going to be flapping. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's how many dicks going to be in there. Mm-hmm. In the wind. Mm-hmm. Bitches are just going to catch their pussy lips on the fucking, on a summer breeze when they wear fucking sundresses. It's just going to be like, that's how much dick they're going to be taking. Mm-hmm. In this world that Mike Harrington lives in, mm-hmm. of the roaring 2020s. All right, so all I'm saying is, 
right? Bitches ain't fucking right now, mm -hmm. but they're trying to get stuffed, okay? Mm -hmm. So you got like, all right, there's always a generation of whores that, that are coming out every year, right? They turn 18, from 18 to 22, mm -hmm. right? Then like, you know, they get out of college, they start well, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's examine that for a second so people don't call us misogynists. 18 to 22. Now, I, I agree with you. Now, I, I would say that every girl in college goes through some sort of whore phase after they break up with some dude, and then they suck all the dicks for a few years, and then they marry some guy when they still have horse stink on them. Well, no, because you're, you're forgetting like the, the that crucial window, right, from like uh, 22 to like 26, right? That's the better window. Right. So it's like, the, the I know plenty of girls who were gigantic whores in college, mm -hmm. right? Just sucking all the dicks. And then, ah, media, ah, and then medium whores. No, then they were then they were like respectable whores, right? Where it's like, oh, I got my own job now, so I don't got to be like, you know, sucking dick at a frat party. I'm going to like just go on Tinder and fuck hot guys on my terms, right? Mm -hmm. And then eventually they just find like some other dude who's been out doing the same thing they've been doing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, all right, I'm going to fucking stick to this one. Mm-hmm. You got a good job. I can like build a life with them, whatever. 26, 26, like somewhere in that okay, range. Okay, that's right. Fair. Yeah, I guess things have changed a little bit. Okay, so what, what the, the difference now, right? Mm -hmm. That you got those, those uh, second wave whores. Right? Yeah, these chicks are just, I feel like it's like you think the door is rattling. Remember that episode of The Twilight Zone where the devil was kept behind that door by the little magic staff and was just howling? Yeah. Yeah. And the fucking dumb I, guy. I, in the I ring. imagine that you think COVID is the staff and those bitches are just howling behind the door trying to burst out and let out all the evil on, on you. It's a hundred percent what that I is what that's your thought process. Yes. It's exactly that's a one to one metaphor. Stand by it. hundred percent, right? So fucking there's what I'm saying is there's uh The city's gonna be poor as shit. There's gonna be garbage everywhere because we're not gonna be able to afford to pick it up. Okay. When has that ever stopped? Have you? I, I've gotten laid in fucking uh, uh, frat house basements with fucking stale beer, mildew, hey, look, and all yeah, this other I, shit. Whatever. I've been blown between two cars. Right. Yeah, you know, whatever. I've yeah. I made out with a chick who just puked. It, it happens. Right. It happens. I get it, Mike. Right. You're a fucking 32 year, 37 year old, 84 year old man. How old are you? 92. 92. You're an old man, Mike. You can't be doing... You can't live like this. What are you talking... What are you talking... I can clearly live like this. The roaring... So what do you think... So, so, so the roaring 20s were a time... So, so is there... So there is still... Even knowing what we know, that at the end of the roaring 20s, there will be a Great Depression. You think we're still going to have a roaring 20s? Or is the anxiety that our generation all has... And we're the first generation with just anxiety without going to war. Right? You're, just, you're telling me that all these people with all this anxiety on fucking Xanax and shit are going to be able to have a roaring 20s knowing a depression is coming? Yeah, you know how many bitches I know who are not afraid of STDs but are terrified of COVID? None of it makes any fucking sense. None of it. Right? I had this argument with Lindsay Jennings. She's like, I'm filming my first gangbang after COVID. First of all, you now have to bleep that. Why? Because I don't... Why? It was on Twitter. All right. It's fine. a public argument. All right. So I was like, yeah, fucking... She's like, I'm going to have my first gangbang after fucking COVID. And I'm like, you're... You're not afraid of all the disease associated with a gangbang. I can't believe Lindsay Jennings hasn't had a gangbang. Right? I mean, no offense to her. She's a nice gal. Yeah. But I mean, I would just assume. First of all, but the woman first loves of all, ladies, there ain't nothing wrong with that. Go out there and get it, but don't put it on Twitter. Why not? I, I don't know, man. I've, I've always thought there's something kind of hot about a chick who you know is getting it in. 
correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't putting it out there that she's getting it in. But everybody like knows, but she is being a little classy about it. You know what I mean? No, that's just your own ego, dude. Because you don't want to be one of the guys who you don't want to be put on blast for like getting it in with, with with her. You know what I mean? No, not even that. There's just something about like she's gonna go get what she wants. But like I always thought, like right. So I got, we're using the word whore, and I don't think that's necessarily a bad word. Whoring twenties. Yeah, the whoring twenties is coming. It's coming. <laughs> right? It's gonna be like it's gonna be like that scene in Porky's. Um, it. I, I always I always thought of like a derogatory term. Like I always thought like the word slut or like whatever that I would never call a girl a slut who just fucked a lot. But I would call a girl a slut who to get back at a guy she was fucking would fuck his friend while he was loaded. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I think I that is not respectable. There is there's something respectable about getting yours and coming. Yeah. Right? I like it's just like I wouldn't respect a man, I don't respect a man who, like, befriends girls and waits for them to get drunk to smash, to try to smash. Yeah, because it's comeback. But, you know, we all know a guy like that. Like, we, I, I've known guys like that who have literally said to me, girls I, like, had huge crushes on, like, oh, no, like, I, you know, I'm close with her. She told me that she doesn't like you because he was trying to fuck on the DL, and then that girl fucked me years later, and he goes, she goes, yeah, I told him I liked you because I figured he'd tell you. Like, this is like high school shit, but it was like, like, there's dudes like that. That's wild to me. I mean, there's more dudes than, like that than, than you know. Dude, like, I I'm just to... saying is like, that's a derogatory, but there's something to be said yeah, about that guy. There's something to be said about, I've had girls tell me is like, hey, so you like, you never, you never told anybody that we got drunk and fucked around that time? And I was like, no, why would I tell anybody that? And they were like, oh, I just figured. I was like, no, why would I? I don't give a fuck. Like, I was hoping we could do it again sometime. And if I told anybody, that probably rules that out. Yeah, who the fuck, who in after the age of there like are, no, 24 no, there are, is still bragging dude, on pussy like that? Dude, well, there actually, are, I know a guy. Yeah, there are adult <laughs> men still bragging on. And it's one thing, it's like. We both know one guy. No, we both know more than one guy. Um. Right. Yeah, a couple there, of guys. Yeah, yeah a couple guys. Um, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is like, who the, you don't do that. Just, just, like, and it's one thing, if those two guys telling just us is one thing. What? Just us? I mean, that's the thing, is they're not telling just us. Not even a little bit. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're talking into microphones. I'm sure most people listening to this could guess who we're talking about. You'd, you'd be obtuse if you couldn't. Mm. All right. So this is the debate. The debate is Roaring Twenties, Roaring Twenties versus, in my opinion, this ends and just like people saying, I'm seeing multiple- going to be bitches walking around with their ankles covered? No, I don't think that. Motherfuckers are talking about still wearing masks after COVID. I mean, I'm look. literally seeing that discourse happen. I'm just saying, I think people are going to be germaphobes. I think there's going to be a lot of people still fleeing the city because I think people are, I think we've all been kind of broken of some bad habits. I've been broken out of some compulsions during this. What do you mean? I know I'm saying this as I chug three beers for this show, but um, I don't feel the need to drink when I socialize as much. And I have some, I had some other weird, I just like, there were things that I was doing because they were routine 
that once they were no that that I don't think I was that I thought was doing me well in my life that was not you know what I mean like certain like social interactions and going at like you know what I mean like and like that I pro- I think I'm broken of a lot of those habits whereas I think there's that's going to you're going to see a lot of that I think as this ends I think you're going to see a lot of people going why am I living in New York City I could just move and have like we have friends that literally now live in houses so it's like I think a, I think you're going to get a lot of that a lot of people being like I could be a whore anywhere with Tinder I don't think New York City is going to go into the roaring 20s whoring 20s sorry I don't want to. I don't want to. You don't have a rebuttal for what I just said. I mean, I, I don't. You keep saying New York City is like you know it's not coming back. Ain't no bitches gonna be here, and it's like. Oh, I mean, I, I there'll be some bitches. I don't know. I know bitches who are still here, mm-hmm. and they're just waiting. Coke price is going up though. That's a problem. I mean, if that's what you need to get laid, then it's an issue for you. It's really not. An no, issue that's for just me. an issue for fun. What are you talking about? Drug prices can't go up. That's not a good thing. We all right, but you know. Once them stimmies hit, fucking stims for stims, dog. Yeah, one eight seven seven stims for stims. I'm putting my stimmy in Bitcoin. I think it's too late, bro. No, dude, yo, hey, yeah, you would have said that a month ago. You'd been like, yo, it's already past twenty, it's too late. And now it's at forty. You're right. I might have said that. Would have doubled my fucking bread in a month. I think you, you you're better off um buy Palantir stock. That's not gonna fail. I don't know. It's what... not it's not doing well. No, it's it's fine. It's is fine. that the is that the the war machine stock? As, yeah. Um, but anyway, we should move on. Do you have anything else to say? I just disagree with you. I think it's going to, I just don't think, I think it's, I don't think we're going to immediately go pandemic to party. I think it's going to go pandemic to fucking, are we allowed, what are we, are we allowed to do stuff again? And then it's going to be a gradual. I mean, I mean like, look, New, like, New York City has gone through five cycles of boom and bust. I'm just saying, I think we're getting the bust before we get to boom again. Oh, there's going to be busting. Because it's the roar, the horror. Yeah. yeah, dog. Dude, I love Busting all over I the place. I love the idea that there's just all these fucking blog, like all these like social media workers and like bloggers and like at video at like all these chicks with glasses and their their hair's just been in a bun for months and they just like are at the door banging on the door and it's just they can't go outside because of covid and then as soon as it's over mm-hmm. hoary 20s it's just gonna be like there's just gonna be just like chicks just ru- like you're gonna be walking down the street and chicks are like if, if i go if i flip somebody off a chick is just gonna land pussy first on my middle finger mm-hmm. and start spinning I'm just not going to be able to walk down the street without two bitches coming up and just dry humping just one on each leg. I'm trying to, like, shake them off. Like but you know kids. what? That's probably really good for your quads. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if you and you could probably get some better balance going with that. You know what yeah. I mean? And it'd be way cheaper than buying. Those balance boards are OD expensive for mm-hmm. no reason. You know, all of this is just going to help my fighting career. Exactly. Yeah. Boring um, so, 20s. So moving on, uh, we do a little segment on this show called... Ask the goon, um, and I have some asks. Well, mostly one. I got I, I got a question um, from a young lady. Now it relates to what uh, you were talking about. Um, this woman uh, reached out to me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna probably need some uh, help from you. But now, first of all, she starts by saying, "Sorry if this is oversharing." 
this young lady. Um, well, we all know I'm the one who knows how to fix young ladies. So, mm-hmm. yep. Sorry if this is oversharing. I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there. There is no oversharing. You need advice. Yeah. We're here to help. Uh, my husband and I have been together 11 years, married for eight. I'm 31. He's 37. So that means he locked you down at 20. 21. No, 11 years. He, she's 31. Oh, they started dating it. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So he started dating you. You're 20. He's 26. All right. He's 37. We haven't had sex in over a year. He claims he has trouble getting it up. However, his Amazon account seems to show otherwise. He's purchased over $500 in masturbation toys, including lube, cock rings, butt plugs, dildos for him, not me, a $15 blow-up doll, what? an enema attachment for the shower. That just seems nice. Um, yeah, that's just personal hygiene. That's got yeah. nothing to do with sex. Yeah. And finally, this gem, which is arriving Wednesday, which um, actually go to Amazon. Is it literally a gem? Uh, no. <laughs> like a I wish it was one of those gem, those gem-studded butt plugs. Yeah. No, but it is a 14-pound male masturbator fat butt with 3D tight vagina, anal channel, realistic male sex toy for men masturbation, fond love pussy ass masturbators, sex doll for backdoor position. That's uh, too many letters. 14 pal, uh, 14 LB male masturbator fat butt yeah, would yeah, probably yeah, make yeah, it come yeah, up. Yeah. Surprisingly enough, it did. Yeah, so so pull up the picture. Now, I feel like we were since we were talking about reviews. What the fuck? Let's take a look at the reviews. <laughs> oh, damn. He got it in just in time. Currently unavailable. He got the last one. <laughs> so now, let's look at this. It's... Uh, actually, there are some four-star... There's some three-star reviews. I want to take a look at the three three-star reviews for, okay. for the 14-pound male masturbator. Whoever buys the, these things so far, every single one bought multiple. All right. Had cheap sprayed on color for her private parts, shabby and very misleading. Otherwise, it's what it says it is. This is whoever buys these things. Let's go over that again. So far, every single one had cheap sprayed on every how many? First of all, how much does this thing cost? Uh 60 uh, bucks. The all buying options. Well, yeah, the the four pound one is 30. Well, the fourteen. Well, you need the fourteen pound. You need you need a real heft for your male masturbators. Right. I'm I'm not seeing a. Uh, it says it's currently unavailable, so it won't even tell me the price. Oh, I see. Also, uh, why is it telling me well, shop by kid, store by age at the top of this Amazon? Yeah, this, what is wrong with you? What the um, fuck is wrong with you, Bezos? Um. Um. So yeah, this realistic sex doll. This is the fourteen pound one. So the the four pound one is twenty nine. 97. So assume the 14 pound one is 90 bucks. How many of these has this gentleman bought where uh, every one has cheap co- sprayed on color on their. It's like, look, every girl in Jersey has cheap sprayed on color on their face. Fair. I'm still smashing. Can't really argue with that. Um, Let's see another one of these three-star reviews. This was a great device. However, it was extremely hard to clean. Aha! I said that on an early episode of this show. Uh, 
that that is the th- problem with male sex toys is that nobody wants to take a toothbrush to a rubber vagina to really get the jizz out of it. Yeah, I mean, unless you have a detachable sleeve, right? Like fucking uh, the robot vagina in Archer. Uh-huh. Uh, what are you doing? That's what I'm saying. Small. Way too small to be comfortable. Damn, that guy's got bragging on his big fat dick. Now let's let's check some of the one stars because I feel like those will be good. Too heavy for love. (laughs) I've said that a lot to ladies. Too heavy for love. Sorry, miss, you're too heavy for love. Um, If you want to lift that flap, I'll slide this through there. Um, Dirty and seemingly used. Quality control problem. I like the product, but there's a huge seam running down. That's a butt crack, sir. I don't don't know if you know. This thing's broken. There's a crack in it. It's a real good dad joke, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, Um, So this young lady said that her her husband is uh, fucking all of these things. Um, So I don't know... So let's see. He flat out refuses to talk about anything sexual and denies the existence of any toys or masturbation. Why aren't you putting them in his face like a dog? Well, maybe he's just hiding them well. She just knows his Amazon purchase history. She doesn't necessarily see the products. Okay. Which is why I looked at his Amazon. I tried many times when we were still fucking to include his love of ass play, but he wouldn't go for it. Yet he still insists we're together and gets jealous when I post on celebrities Twitter walls. I mean, I don't know who she means by celebrities if she's emailing me. Yeah, also, what is a Twitter wall? Literally. Like replying the tweets? I'm sure she's just adding adding dudes. Okay. Um, I mean, you think there's any hope of salvaging this thing? P.S. When you talk about sex stuff, I go back and use it for my alone time. So keep it coming. You're seriously hot. Bang your girlfriend extra hard for me next time. Okay. And I'm not going to say her name. And then she goes into, she goes, also, Mike is kind of gross. I don't think he'll get laid when nah. COVID is over. Nah. She didn't say that. No. She said the first thing about me, though. Okay. She, I mean, she's not going to throw in the Mike is gross well, thing. Keep her coming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, here's the thing. She sent me a, I'll sh- I mean, I'll show you the pic. I'm not going to, like, obviously send it to you now and put it on the screen. But um, she sent me a photo, which I'm looking at again right now. Not as she, because like two days later, now mind you, normally when I get a compliment, I'm like, all right, whatever. She's just being nice. But then, like, you know how you know, this is how you know a compliment from a woman is real when she's saying you're attractive. She emailed me immediately after and goes, just how tall are you? I'm like, oh, yeah, this is real then. Okay, that's a real compliment. Damn. But then sent me a picture, fully, you know, in clothing, which is like, just so you know, I'm not like a fat pig. You know what I mean? I mean, she's be- not too heavy for love. <laughs> she, she, and I'm looking at the pic. Not bad. I'm gonna need to see this before I can dispense any. Here, you come in here for a second, then take a look. Here, can you see from there? I mean, when you said full oh, clothing, God damn it! I just put it up to the camera. <laughs> I mean, that's on you, Bubba. Yeah. I don't know what you're thinking. Well, uh, we're gonna have to blur that. Uh, no, we're not. Well, I mean, that's not. I don't handle the video editing. Yeah, that's not. So that's enjoy, not your job. Ben. <laughs> well, yeah, it'll get blurred. Um, but. Um, so, not bad. Do we have a location for her? She didn't tell me, no. Um, probably smart. 
Uh, oh, I mean, were you're, you just assuming she was in New York for your whoring 20s thing? I mean, you're a married man. I fucking... I know she's literally listening to this. and A year? You That body so for here, a year. So here's, here's the thing. I have... Have you ever hooked up with a girl who said that about a dude they were in a relationship? I have. What do you mean? I have hooked up with more than one girl who was in a relationship and they said they no longer had sex. Yes. I would say... Instead of fucking me, if you want to fix the relationship, what you do is, when your husband comes home from work, just be eating some pussy. It's probably the best way to go about this, right? I don't know. I mean... Maybe, like, it's okay, okay. So I've been lured back into toxic situations (laughs) with the threesome. Like, legitimately... Like, doing too many drugs, toxic situations. Like... Me too. Yeah. And I'll tell you this. The butt play thing might be an embarrassing thing for that guy. He might like it, and you know, and he might be really embarrassed that you know about it. Or he could be buying all of these sex toys from it for another chick. There's lots of variables. He's buying a 14-pound masturbator for another that's, chick. That's the thing that kind of saves. Maybe she's maybe she likes to watch. But then then just like if he's cheating, you got. I, see, that's the thing. Is like I, This girl didn't tell me anything if she's willing to bring in other chicks. I think bringing in other chicks is the way to reopen the sex life. Maybe. Maybe maybe this guy's into dudes, right? Do you think he's getting... You think he's getting... Oh, well, he, he, he clearly likes having his butthole played with. So I'm saying maybe it's like maybe he has to have sex with the masturbator while he's getting done up the butt. Well, he's... Have you ever seen the male masturbators that look like essentially like it's like a joystick, but you put the prostate massager up your ass? What? It's one of the funniest sex toys I've ever seen. I can't remember what they're actually called, but when male masturbators first came out, I would see them in like the Adam and Eve catalogs. I used to get that to the house because, you know, I partake. Um, and you would see these things, and it would literally look like if you'd be fucking yourself in the ass, Mike, right? And you'd be holding this joystick. like Kind of like, see how I'm holding the mic? Yeah. And like the thing would be up your ass, and you would kind of like do this. I guess to fuck your ass, but I always thought it was very funny that it looked like you were a fighter pilot fucking your own asshole. Um, Never seen one of these things. Very funny. I don't even know how to Google. I don't even. I I doubt they still exist because I feel like they were like some guy who was really like very mechanical about his fucking of his own asshole was just like he was probably like some sort of German engineer. Like yeah, we we do this. This is the best best way to get your asshole to come out your penis. Sounds like the 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 item that uh, Mr. Garrison invented to beat the FAA. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm just saying, he's like he's like if he he may not. Because I'll tell you this, I, we've talked about it on the show, and I've said it before. Look, I had a finger in my ass. Not my favorite thing. I don't hate it. Like a tongue in the ass. I don't mind it. Who doesn't? But I'll tell you this. Yeah, you're a weirdo if you don't like a tongue in your ass. That's great. Um, I'll tell you this. I gotta be so. I gotta be fresh out the shower to want something like that. Like I gotta know. Otherwise, I gotta be like. I have to have. Not only that, I have to have not shat. For I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say four hours before I took that shower. For me to feel comfortable enough to not assume that that chick is crunching on just hair, crusted over hairs. You understand what I mean? Yeah. 
Uh, you're times. you're nodding no at me, and we know that you're a bad person. Um, I, I have for sure taken a six-hour-long road trip, right, where I've been in the car by myself, just swamp-ass accumulating over that time, mm-hmm. and had a girl go for it, and I didn't stop her. Look, I'm not gonna... But if you've just shat, you'll shoo a girl away. I have just shat, and I've been like, no! No! Get out of there! I, I don't understand the process between shitting and fucking and you not being, like, totally comfortable with your ass being clean before you go into fucking. I mean, I'm comfortable with it being clean for fucking and no smell protruding further out. But I think if a tongue goes past that fucking entrance zone, mm. that's what I worry about. And that girl's going to try to kiss you after that, Mike. She can try. All right. Good luck. So, how do we fix this woman's relationship? Uh, I mean, you know, give me, uh, give me her number. Give me her uh, location. She didn't give me her number. Yeah. Just you know, um, send me location. Bye, bye, bye. I, bro. All right. Look. All I'm saying is, it's been a year, right? If if he a ha- year is crazy. It's wild. I have gone. I've gone. We, me and my girlfriend, have had some rough patches, and you go a little while. Sure. Everybody's you, been there. You go a little while, but it's like. At some point, we're both going to be home during the day. I'm a daycomer. I don't know about you. I, I get it. I prefer, I prefer a day fuck. I like a, she just got out of the shower. She's given herself a little extra time to get herself ready. She's got somewhere to go, but you're a lazy bum who doesn't really do anything during the day. I'm talking about me, not you. And you're determined to make her late to something. I'm going to make her late. Here's the thing. If you're putting on makeup in front of me, I assume that's for me. That's, that's fair. That's it. Yeah. That's for me. Mm-hmm. Um. How so? Is there anything? Let's be fair here, Mike. So, uh, my my theory is, you can always get things started with another chick, or you know something. I'll throw this out there. Date rape isn't bad for a man. Like if you date rape a man and you're not a man, it's really just a funny story for the dude. What? Like you know what I mean? Like if you if your wife is passed out and you stick your dick in her. That's illegal. It's probably not the right thing to do. But if you just start sucking off your sleeping husband, like sleeping husband, if you just start sucking his sleeping dick, that's just a nice thing your wife did for you. I don't know, man. If it's been a year, like that genuinely does feel like that's an issue. Here's the thing. I think just an amount of time might go by. I'm trying to think about, like I said, the girls who I have had sex with who have been in a similar situation. First of all, I always think they're I always thought they were lying. Why? Cuz like I didn't while I didn't think that their relationships were fulfilling. So they've been like th- four maybe three or four. While I didn't think their relationships were fulfilling, I never thought that they were like I just I can't imagine any man these are all good, good enough looking girls. I can't imagine any man. So one of them, a couple, really hot. Like, it, I can't imagine any man not just. I because I you don't bone up. I bone up randomly in the house, and I'm like, look, I'd rather jerk because I got stuff to do, but I can't. It just seems rude to. So I guess we're fucking real quick. You know what I mean? Like it's like. Well, but no, that's what happens. Like you get into a pattern, right? This guy is clearly he's in a pattern, heavily invested. But that's what I'm saying is like, what I'm saying is you can forcefully break 
First of all, no guys turning down the threesome. We all know that. So that is one option. Sorry, it's a global pandemic. I don't know if you know that or not. Chicks aren't coming out and fucking like that, especially unicorns in a new relationship. That's hard to do. Well, they're not in an... Oh, you're saying bringing a unicorn in. Yeah, yeah, bringing a unicorn into a I'd new be willing situation. To, I'd be willing to bet that this girl has a friend who would get down with this. Okay, but then anytime you and that friend are hanging out with the husband, the husband's going to be like a fucking dog with a bone, like looking at her like, yeah, I've, you know, I've seen your friend come. It's a well, thing now. Well, I'll tell you this. It's So that's one option, right? We, we've established one option, right? Okay. Um, option number two. I think date rape your husband. That breaks the pattern. Cheat on him. You could also cheat on him. With that, like, yo, I think that's a thing. Me where and like, Mike at the same time or whatever. Yo, if he came home and us two was fucking his lady. And you know, it's not even really cheating for me if I'm just helping. Yo, you asked the goon. <laughs> yeah. Here's the goo. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, if he walked in, right, mm-hmm. and we're both just double teaming his wife, fucking high-fiving, like... You know, I you're mean, we were, me re- we were really like yeah, that's the thing. It's like so. Let's say like he's like really more about chilling with the fellas, right? And we're out there, we're spit roasting you, right? You know, we're playing cards on your back. Come in, we're smoking cigars, <laughs> <laughs> but we're fucking you at the same time. He's gonna come in, he's gonna want to bro down. He's like, I don't even know who these dudes are, but they seem pretty fucking cool. Yeah, like, you, know yo, you guys gotta check out my fucking fourteen pounder. Like, oh Whoa. hell yeah, hell yeah, let's get this fucking group play going. Here, get you a hole. Get in here. Get in here, buddy. Yeah. Now, he's fucking you. Me and Mike just slip right out. We do the reverse Houdini. Right. We slip out, and now you guys are already fucking. I'm taking the 14-pounder while I'm gone. Yeah. I think it's to break the pattern, though. I don't think it's... Because have you ever jerked off... Like, I've never, like, had a kink where I'm shoving shit in my ass and then, like, embarrassed about it. But, like, I've gotten into weird porn that I don't ever want to happen. And I've talked about this before here and on other shows. Yeah. I've got, like, you've gotten, you've had that too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, where it's like, I went through, like, a month where I was just watching girls pee in each other's mouths. I was going to say. I don't want that in my house. I don't want to put a tarp down. <laughs> but I will fucking jerk to that. And if, my, if, if a girl I was seeing, whether it's my girlfriend now or any girl I've ever dated, found out about it, I would be, fuck. That's the thing. I think she did the wrong thing by telling him she knew about that. Because that, I would be. So embarrassed. I'll tell you, you know what? No, I think it's the, I don't think she told him. I think I think it's the opposite. I think. So then, she, why was she trying to do the ass stuff? Because she didn't tell him. She just went for it. Right? Oh. It's like it, you seen Ozark? No. You didn't watch Ozark on Netflix in quarantine? What the fuck is wrong with you? Shit was bomb, dude. You would fucking love that show. But no, like there was a scene in there, right, where like dude finds out his wife is cheating on him and he's got the video, right? And he sees how the dude who's cheating on his wife with him fucks his wife and he tries to fuck her like that. And she's like, all right, this is weird. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, I see. So it's one of those things where it's like, yo, how? But here's the thing is like you get into the ass stuff by just sucking on balls and gradually making your way down there. Right. That's how you. That's how you introduce. First of all, if you, you're gonna go for it again, I still say, look, if we're and like I said, Mike, like I said when we did the last one, we can't be selfish about these advice. Right in the last one, right? I said this is the thing I would tell you to do, but I think it. Remember when that guy asked us if he should cheat, 
And I was like, I think you're going to get a better nut out of the jerk than cheating. People were mad about that. People wanted me to tell that guy to cheat. Obviously. You want me to tell this girl to cheat with you. With us. <laughs> it's not cheating for me if I'm helping. I'm not me either. I, this is... I. It's social work. I love that she's currently flicking beans to the concept of getting double teamed by the both of us right now. Well, not right now, but in the future. That's she's going even, to. That's even hotter for us right now. Right? It's like we're time travel. <laughs> like we're time traveling. <laughs> <laughs> she's just laughing now. Yeah. <laughs> laugh now, flick later. Yeah. Yeah. Laugh now, flick later. <laughs> um, but I'll say this: that's the way you broach the butt stuff with a man. You 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 start sucking the balls. You get them real wet. Right? You have to get to get the balls real fucking sloppy wet. Everybody so, likes a ball suck. Hold on, real quick. If you don't like a ball lick and you're a man and you're listening to this, fucking don't listen to the show anymore. The go leave us you? a one star review. Get the fuck out of Because you're a Momo. Yeah, leave yourself a one star review. I've had dudes that say that they're not really into a ball lick. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't like getting my ball sucked. I'll tell Ball lick? Yeah, but a ball lick. All a good enough, fuck, good messy ball lick. Who's not I'll tell into you that? this. If I had to choose between one lick of ball or one suck of dick, Obviously. Every one ball lick is equal to two or three dick sucks. Minimum. Yeah. I'm glad we're on the same page here. (laughs) Uh, So my question is, right, how does she know that he's not into butt stuff if they haven't fooled around in a year? Did she just bring it up in... If she brought it up in conversation... Yeah, if she was just like, hey, like over... like. Like over uh, sausage and peppers one night. She was just like, hey, just so you know, I'll shove these links in your asshole. That probably, look, I. I That's not going to go over well. Look, I know you prefer hot sausage, but I purposely bought sweet because I know that maybe the hot would burn your rectum. Um, I don't know. Mike, I don't know. What's going on here? I don't know what to say. I think. Look, if I'm being honest, I think the best way, I think, I think date rape your husband. I think that is the solution. I don't know, dude. That, that, I probably should. Is it? It's a hundred. Is date raping a man if you're a woman a crime? Probably. I don't think it should be. That seems that seems wrong. Maybe we need a revolution. Somebody should storm the Capitol. Um. Is it illegal for a date woman to date rape a man? Yo, I bet Google just said, what are you, gay son? Right back to you? I mean, pretty much. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Pull up the results. I don't know. Fucking... It's like, it's it's not even processing the question. I mean, there is a Wikipedia for the rape of males. And I guarantee it's just going to be... Also, I'm just going to say this. This guy not fucking this chick is so fucked up. Just because this is the email she sent back with the pic. Just for clarity's sake, it's not great talking about herself. I probably shouldn't be showing it to anybody, but let the, let the record show I'm not a 400-pound monster expecting my husband to want some. That means she's cool as fuck and understands that some of these chicks out there are pigs. Right, but on the other hand, too, she's like, it's not great. Well, just, she has low self-esteem. Everybody likes fucking a low self-esteem. Oh, I'm so into it. I know. You love her. I am fucking... I would do terrible things to this poor woman. She hasn't gotten laid in a year? There's no way I could disappoint Again, her. I'm not sure. I'm not cobwebs sure. right out. I'm not sure that's genuine. Look, here's the thing. So you think she's lying I'm to the goon? I'm gonna allow you. I think all women that say that their uh, significant other hasn't fucked them in a year are forgetting one night that they look. It's just like the same way that a girl goes, "I've had sex with twelve people." She's like, "Well, that means thirty-eight. <laughs> Fair. 
Like, it is like uh, uh, certain things are just not true when they are said by women. Just like certain things are not true when they're said by men. No, I don't want to. No, I don't think your sister's got big titties. What are you talking about? Like, that is always a lie when a man says that. No, I haven't jerked to friend to pictures of your friends in bathing suits because I figure it would really get back at you if I fucked them if you ever left me. No! That's a lie if a man says that. <laughs> if a woman says she hasn't had sex in a year, it means that fucking that guy's fucked her once or twice half-heartedly and came too fast. Also, if he's saying he can't get it up, literally, I'm... I'm literally recommending this woman do fucking illegal things. I I I, I guess you. I'm not a therapist or uh, I, but just spike him with fucking Viagra. Chris, if he's I, walking around with a heart on, he can't say he can't get it up. Chris, ah, huh. for a year, fuck it, two years. Maybe he can't get it up if he's fucking his own ass for two years. Uh-huh. Right, you've been promoting. One company on your other Blue show. Blue Chew. Blue Chew.com. You can get it for free. Use the prom- Well, you can't spike a Blue Chew because it's chewable. You can spike somebody with a regular Viagra. Yo, just mix it in the candy dish in the living room, right? You know, Mike, you're right. Just throw one of those shits in there. Honestly, throw probably, like three in there. You probably could chop it small enough and put it in his pancakes. You probably wouldn't notice that if you put something else chewy in the pancake, chocolate chips or something. <sighs> Just crush it up, put it in the batter. Yeah. Go fry that shit up. Yeah, throw it in the food processor. Look, I'm recommending, this is my actual, this is my goon recommendation. Mike's recommendation as not a goon uh, is saying that you should fuck Mike. (laughs) That is Mike's recommendation. No, no, you should fuck the both of us. I was speaking in jest. You should, uh, Mike's recommendation is that you should fuck Mike. Uh, My recommendation is absolutely uh, drug your husband with some sort of uh, hard on pill. What about a little horny goat weed? Horny goat weed works. Um, also, I'll tell you this: Molly works. Um, mm. Ketamine is great to fuck on. Um, or just wait, or get him loaded, passed out, and suck his dick while he's sleeping. First of all, if his dick doesn't get hard while he's sleeping. There might be something to the fact that he's having erectile dysfunction. Yeah, what about that shit from uh, Sex in the City when Charlotte put, like, the stamps around his dick? You don't remember this? It's like, Are you really asking me about a specific episode? It's a seminal moment in, in uh, Sex in the City. Yeah. So you take stamps, right? And you just fucking put them around his soft dick, right? While he's sleeping. And in the morning, if those stamps are broken... Then you know that his dick got hard in the night. Are you watching Sex in the City alone? <laughs> I watched this episode when I was like fucking 10 or 12 years old. So alone. She was fucking hot though, Kristen Davis, wasn't she? Yeah. Fuck. Oh, you knew which one I was talking about. Yeah, I've seen episodes of Sex mm. in the City. I have dated women, Mike. Mm. I dated women in the 90s. I think I watched this. I, I genuinely think I watched that show with my mom when I was in like the fifth grade. Well, think about it. Like when you were watching that show in the fifth grade with your mom because you were munching her. She was making you munch her box because your dad was out doing something else. It's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. It's gross. You whatever white precious. <laughs> um, well, you were doing that. Uh, I was watching it with uh, annoying adult, not adult, 21-year-old drunks mm-hmm. uh, who are like, this is great. It's like, it's, it's just a cool show. I'm like, shut up. Ugh. Right? 
Yo, what if she just walked out of the bathroom one night with a strap on on and was like, get on your fucking knees? That is also a go-to move. Taking serious charge mm. is also a plan of action. I'm still going with my official my official thing is date rape. Strap on might work, though. She just comes out with a fucking nine-inch thick black vein. No, but you got to really. Here's the thing, though. That is such a high risk. What are you talking about? That's a high risk, Mike. How? What? What are we risking? It's been a year since this poor woman's gotten any good dick. That's true. She can still do the date rape thing if that doesn't work. Yeah. Or she could fuck me if that doesn't work. Literally, any of these options are still on How the table. How about this? Can she practice fucking your butt? Because I feel like mm. strap on fucking your butt is not cheating if she's anti-cheating. No. She might. We don't know that she's not anti-cheating. That's why I don't know if the lesbian thing would work. Because if he comes in and freaks out, then it's cheating. That's what I was going to say. Right, the, with the lesbian thing, that feels. But if she fucks your butt, mm. but doesn't let you fuck any of her holes. No, 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 no. It's not no. cheating. I'm sorry. You wouldn't let her fuck your butt for the show. No. You got your butt fucked on the SDR show. No, I didn't. Fingered. I was there. I saw yeah. it. Yeah, by a professional. You wouldn't let this girl train on your ass. <laughs> it's way different. We'll put kick pads on your <laughs> cheeks. It'll be I mean, like MMA. She is the she is the the no, this is wild. Like this is she's the most amateur of the amateurs. Uh I'm not gonna let that person go in with a strap on, which is significantly bigger what about than a finger. Posi- what about in the missionary position with her she'd have your ankles on her shoulders? Yeah, and then I gotta make eye contact with her? We'll give you a blindfold. Yeah, it's, just, it's all right. I yeah. think that's the way I think if you're gonna get pegged, that's the way to go. No. You wanna get bent over, fucked in the ass? That may as well be a dude. I wanna bend myself over. I'm just saying, you want to bend over and get fucked in the ass? I think missionary position is the way to go. Because at least you're looking at some titties. Nah, that's too intimate, dude. I got to look and be like, I'm watching the person who's penetrating me. That's not... I got to see the look of like... I mean, if like, she's into it. That's what I'm saying. she I gotta, still looks like a girl who's into a sex act. As opposed mm-hmm. to you just blindly getting plowed from behind. No, nah, I'm going to feel like those womanly hands on my hips. I'm going to know what's up. Mm. Anyway, either way, no one's putting anything she's gonna in She's going to wear Hulk hands? <laughs> she fucks you, butt. <laughs> All right, now it's getting hot. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not into any of that, but I'm just saying, right? If she's going to practice on anything, hold on, Mike. Mike practice Mike. on the 14 pounder. Mike, 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 Mike. When we started this show, when I started this show, and I said, I need Mike Harrington as my producer, you said you were ride or die. I am. Still am. Ride that dick, son. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, if, she come, if he came home. Right, and she's given the fucking business to the fourteen pounder. I think the move is. I think the real move is this. Wait till he comes home, right? If you're going to try this method, right? So we're giving you a couple options here. Uh, go down on some puss. I think that could backfire. I think this could backfire. But if both of those things fail, you can still just rape him. And I think once you rape again, I think the rape is the thing. Rape maybe. the man. Rape the man. Maybe, maybe that's the one thing where he's like. Wakes up the next morning and he's like, yo, we didn't have sex for a year. And then that's how we broke the dry spell. Like, that makes me feel uncomfortable. Uh, like, you don't respect me or any of my wishes. There's uh, no way. Here's the thing. As as a man who's... Clearly gay. Ben, you're saying I'm gay? No, this guy. Oh, this guy. He may be gay. I don't think so because he bought that pussy. It had but a butthole. Again, but then again, it was, bent, it was a bent over pussy with a yeah, butthole. With a butthole. Hmm. It's a nice cover. That you're into butt he stuff. He might be gay. He might be gay. But I'll be honest, if he is gay, maybe she can get some spit roast going. That's what I'm saying. 
if he comes in, we're both fucking her. He's like, oh, I feel like, I feel like chicks more here. than I feel like chicks more than not are into the idea of two guys fucking around with each other a little bit, and then also fucking them the same way guys want girls to be fucking around a little, and then you know, you think? I think that's I think that's an increasing kink for women. I feel like that's a subset of women. I don't feel like that's as I feel like almost no dude is going to be like. No, nah, I don't want to fuck two chicks. I feel like very few chicks are going to be like, yeah, I want Yeah, they're going to say that they don't want to, but they're going to want to. What do you mean? I mean, like, Shannon, who has no sex, has been DP'd. Yeah, but that, if the dudes were making out while they were, and she hasn't been, yeah, she technically has been DP'd, but yeah. never button pussy. It's, you know, no. pussy and mouth. That's fucking, it's an amateur DP. Sure. Uh, but I'm saying, like, if those two dudes were making out while they were, like, exchanging Shannon's holes, Shannon would be super turned off by it. Mm. Yeah, that's true. She wanted to just... All right, fine. That's fair. Yeah. They want to be But the to be fair, though, Most... if you're getting spit-roasted, yeah. you don't know that those two guys are looking at each other longingly and that and they're just using you as an as, as a instrument of their love. I've talked to girls about this. Uh, they are the, the, the biggest thing for them, right? These are chicks who are bisexual. Mm-hmm. Uh, who have had female, female, male, and male, male, female mm-hmm. threesomes, both of them. Uh, and a lot of them say they like the male, male more because uh, they like being the center of attention. And they know the dudes aren't into oh, each other. Oh, okay. You know? So. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, Chick- isn't, it, isn't it? It's all about them, know, dude. You know, yeah. You know something? That's something we should talk about for a second. Men don't want to be the center of attention in a threesome. They literally want to pound you out while you eat pussy. Yeah. And they want one you to sit on their face, one of you to fucking sit on a cock, not even really care that we are there. The man wants to be objectified in the threesome. Uh, to an extent. Sure. Oh, there's, I mean, dude, I have left the threesome at certain points to like, yeah, I'm going to change the music. I'm going to see what's up with these snacks over I'm gonna here. I'm going to grab this camera. Yeah. <laughs> There is something though, like to to this day, right? Spank bank memory, like uh, it's like oh, all really, really, really close to the top. Like there's something about uh, unplowing a chick while that chick is eating the other chick's box, and the the chick who's getting eaten out, right? Like lying down, fucking full pillow princess, like her making eye contact with me, like as I'm fucking the other one. Like that's I don't know. I, uh, just something about that this is really like, has nothing to do with anything we were talking. About. I'm saying I'm that glad, I'm I glad, feel glad like that's the where you center. Went. We're trying to help somebody. I feel like the center of attention at that point. Oh, I see. Right, because the chick getting the dick from me is like, oh, the girl I feel... looking you in the eye is just like, ugh. No, 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 no. Because she knows the harder I'm fucking the chick that I'm fucking, the oh, better this chick is eating the pussy. I see. Right? I see. I see. I see. I see. Yeah. Mike. She's probably uh, glad you didn't have a bigger cock. Because then the girl would have been a little distracted. Right. Yeah. Instead, I'm making two girls come at all once right, right, with right. the power of the... We've been doing this bit for too long because obviously this was going <laughs> to this was gonna go long, this bit. Um, uh, let's just say this. Um, I still say... Look. Yeah, so let's... Hmm. I think, yeah, the way you do it is he comes home. You've got the fucking on. You've got the fucking outfit on. You've got all the fucking toys laid out. Maybe you got like a little fucking sex wing set up, right? He comes in. You slap him right in his fucking mouth. Now, he knows what this is for because you've got all the stuff out. 500 bucks worth. You tell him, go take a fucking shower, douche that butt, lay him down somewhere, 
plow that ass. I think you got to be maybe maybe you could be very aggressive about it. One caveat: uh-huh. before he jumps in the shower, feed him a blue chew. So you spit have it into his mouth, have it in your mouth already, baby bird it to him mm. before he gets in the shower. So when he gets out, he's got the hard on. You plow the ass, a little goo's gonna come out, but then he could still fuck you back, right? Fuck him good enough that he's gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna need vengeance for and how if badly. That doesn't work. Drug him, pass him out. Wait till he's starting to come to again. Rape him again. <laughs> and if that doesn't work, uh, I'm out of ideas. No, then you got to just, then it's either divorce or try to the pussy eating thing. These are your steps. I think, uh, all right. Fucking me was on the table at some point, right? That's not saving the marriage, Mike. After know. all of that, <laughs> if you want to come down to New York, and fuck a hobo, <laughs> I will pay for your bus ticket. Hell yeah. I will Venmo you the amount of whatever your bus ticket is for you to come down here and fuck Mike on his mattress on the floor, it's 10 feet floor. from Frank's bedroom. <laughs> it's not It's not even 10 feet from Frank's bedroom, but yeah. it's not on the floor. All right, moving on. Ugh. I got that call. If you want to go to that call, he's on. oh, he's on the line. He's no, on the no, line. no, no. Well, let's talk. Let's give a little. Yeah, let's give a little background. So we talked about this on High Society, which came out early this week. There's been new developments. The I I alluded to it in the last bit. Um, the Capitol was stormed this week. Stormed <laughs> by a bunch of people without guns. Um, Horrible stormtroopers. Horrible stormtrooper. You never leave your gun at home if you're a stormtrooper. You put that on before you put on the helmet. Um, so uh, the Capitol was stormed. It was the biggest news story in the, in the world. The U.S. Capitol was stormed. I actually found out because of that that some people in Germany tried to do the, a similar thing over the summer. Did you know that? I was not aware of that. Wait, some, some BLM protesters type people? No, some right-wing protesters um, attempted to storm Germany's parliament over oh, the summer. In Germany, okay. Well, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I also said this to somebody while it, was, while it was starting to happen. I was like, my buddy was like, I can't believe this could happen. I was like, did somebody take a fucking shot at the White House in 2017? Wait, somebody what? bucked off a couple of shots at the White House and went to jail in 2017. I believe it was 2017. Okay, I mean, I'm going to look that up right now. And apparently, the explanation to it was, as happens once a president. Like, people just take shots at the fucking White House sometimes. And don't get murdered. Uh, 2016. It was 2016? Yeah. Okay, I was off. I thought it was like a little while after Trump became president. Um, wait, no, wasn't there a... Uh... What about the guy who like just tried to break into the fucking... That's happened? There was the drone that landed on the lawn of the White House? Huh. Um, that's what I'm saying. Is like there, This isn't completely unprecedented. And everybody's like, I can't believe this happened. It was like, what do you mean? There's like literally videos of cops waving these people into the fucking Capitol building. Oh, here we go. Man fires gun and commits suicide in front of the White House. Did you... 2018. 2018. Okay. <clears throat> um... This is what I'm saying. Is like this. This this sort of shit happens. Yeah. Um, but not one, on this scale. No, not on this scale. Um, so yeah, a bunch of people storm the Capitol. Um, 
there was a woman that had been photographed earlier in the day. There was a few people. There was a few casualties. There was a woman that had been photographed earlier in the day with a "Don't Tread on Me" flag, who was trampled to death by her fellow protesters. She was tread on. She was tread on. Um, she was a four hundred pound monster. Um, she was. Uh, she was a big gal. Um, there's also uh, go to the um, go to the video of the the lady who was um, uh, pepper sprayed. This has gone viral. People have recut this in all sorts of different ways. I just want to watch the original video and how fucking hilarious. First of all, how just Mike, you've I know you've seen this video, but like let's yeah. say let's go back to your original before you clicked play the first time you saw this video. Okay. You're looking at this girl's face. Mm-hmm. She's got a purple hoodie on, mm-hmm. a bubble vest, and mm-hmm. a piano scarf. Yeah. I look at this girl and I just see New Paltz College. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just see a 22-year-old girl, yeah, 23-year-old girl who just, like, really thinks... You, you ever meet a young girl who's, like, maybe 20, 22, who really thinks that they've got a lot of life experience and that they know how to fix the world, and you're like... Don't you still fuck your Coke dealer? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you're like... But it's, like, literally within two years, you're going to remember... You're going to, like... There's something about like where men in their 20s kind of know they're retarded. Whereas like women in their early 20s think they know everything. It's it's a it's a weird dichotomy and it's probably because there is no more coveted demographic on earth for anything like literally for opinions than 22 like Literally, any media company employs more 22-year-old women, white women, than anything. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, not this one, but other media companies, <laughs> like real media companies with investors and stuff. We had Alex. That's true. Um, but so play the video. And what happened? You were trying to go inside the yeah, Capitol? Yeah, I, I made it like a foot inside, and they pushed me out, and they maced me. What's your What's your name? Where are you from? My name is Elizabeth. I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. And why did you want to go in? <laughs> we're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Thank you. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. I'm really upset I got pepper sprayed. I want to point something out to you, Chris. Uh-huh. What is that in her towel? I assume some sort of ice pack. Looks very much like a cut-up onion. Are you sure? That's what it looks like. In this shot that you're showing me right now? Yeah. I saw... Um, it looks like a, like, a, like a half an onion in there, and like that might be what's making her cry. First of all, all, I'll tell there. you this right now. There's, Mike, there's video of people being pepper sprayed inside yeah, the Capitol. But what is that right there? That disc that looks very much like half of a cut-up onion. It looks like a silicone ice cube. Mm, maybe. Like, I I don't think that was an onion, Mike. Okay. Because I don't think that the person who reshared that video that I sent you wouldn't have said that, look, this bitch got an onion. I understand that people have been saying that. I just don't okay. buy that it's an onion. There literally are videos of women being pepper sprayed. Um, some people got uh, killed. Uh here, here's the statistics according to the D.C. Police Department. 56 officers injured, 
Uh, 68 arrests. Can we talk about this? Why do we even have a government, right? Like the, like, right. The whole thing is like we have a government because without it, it would be fucking blood sport in the streets. But if it only takes one point two people for every cop you put in the hospital, like, like think about it. Like, remember that fucking monologue by Sean Connery in The Untouchables? For every one of us that they put in the hospital, put we'll put one of theirs in the morgue. For every one of them they were put in the hospital, 1.2 went to bookings for a couple hours. Yeah, but I mean, there's also, there's all those uh, people who are sharing photos of uh, people on security cameras inside the Capitol building online who are, you know, they're going to get found. And oh, they gonna are going to get found in any jurisdiction. I think this is going to be the, here. Here's, here's what I hope is going to happen from this. Fucking T-Dogs at the president. Ten years for anybody who touches the Capitol building, or who touches the government building. Um, I hope that that doesn't happen because personally, I- I'm going to throw this out there. When people are just say- saying um, this is atrocious, uh, when uh, BLM protesters were doing this, it was uh, they were treated differently. I was like, I have way more respect for all of those restaurant owners, like in Minnesota, where that where that started. All of those immigrant restaurant owners, those poor people who owned small, thin margin restaurants who had their uh, restaurants burned, I have significantly more respect for than anyone that works in the Capitol building currently. Yeah. I'm saying currently because I have one friend that used to work in the Capitol building who does, who no longer works there. Okay. Um, but I, so it's like, so it's like, they're like, can you believe they did this? I'm like, yeah. Uh, the government sucks. I also believe that they were allowed to do this so that I, I'm i at the point where I now, and we'll continue to come back to it on the show, as legislation is formed, written, and develops for this, this will be used, whatever legislation is written about this will be used against Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. groups like Occupy, mm-hmm. Libertarian Party, mm-hmm. Tea Party, whatever. Whatever legislation comes out of this, these people are... Scumbags. Yeah. Scumbags. Yeah, that's why they keep calling them domestic terrorists. That, of course they are. And that's I, I think the definition, the legal definition behind domestic terrorist will erode. I firmly believe that, like, so right now, a domestic terrorist has the same rights as uh, any U.S. citizen. Oh, for real? If you are labeled domestic terrorist. Foreign terrorists do, are enemy combatants. I believe that will come out of this. And here's 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 why I believe that. This happened a day after, and this isn't a the Democrats did this thing. This is a the people in the seat of power did this. That includes Mitch McConnell. That includes all these boys. You know what I mean? All the all the right and all the left. Um, they were like, all right, well, we just want Georgia this rally tomorrow to stop the vote, right? So all the onus is on one party that could pass all this shit. Let's let these assholes in to the Capitol building to run wild so that this majority fucking Democrat Senate with a Democrat president could pass laws about these white domestic terrorists Mm -hmm. that when a Republican takes over in eight years, he can use against Black Lives Matter, Occupy, whatever, continue to kibosh. Now, whatever you think about any of these groups, whether you agree with them or not, 
they all believe that they're doing the right thing. These people that stormed the Capitol literally believed that they were stopping a fraudulent election. I honestly agree. Like, I don't think that they were like, I think that they believe the president. Yeah. Right? Like, and the reason why they only believe the president is because for the last four years, the news media and every, like, just everything was just like so anti Trump. Like, it was like the argument, some of the arguments for anti Trump shit, I stupidly could poke holes in without thinking much. Like, I always brought it up the, um, when Trump first got elected, they always pointed to the 2016 FBI hate crime statistics. Have I talked? I haven't talked about this on the show. I've I don't talk- think so. Uh, I don't even think I talked about it on HSR. Um, but I posted about it on Facebook years ago. So they point to a rise in hate crimes in this country. Now, you can look at the difference between the 2015-2016 FBI crime statistics. And yes, there was a significantly higher amount of hate crime incidents. What they don't, what they left out of literally every, because I personally am an optimist, and this is a true thing, that I believe the world is getting better and actually getting less racist. I think people are lying to us and saying the world is getting more racist. At least this country. Uh, Particularly more so in 2016, I believe that. Um, So if you look, there were more... So what you don't realize about FBI crime statistics is there's a certain amount of reporting agencies for any of these things. The number of reporting agencies went up significantly between 2015 and 2016. So the number of incidences were bound to go up. And if you account for that, it was a statistically insignificant increase. It wasn't 5%. It was under 1%. And so now, even though that, that, that number of reporting agencies has stayed the same, and the number of hate crimes has gone down, and the number of reporting agencies has even gone up from year to year at points. Like, it's like the number of incidences have gone down since Trump, but, and they, when they report it, they go, still under Obama levels. Still above Obama presidency levels. They, that's how they report, or like pre-Trump levels. I saw that, no problem. When um, diplomats that were donors to Trump's campaign got, when people got given di- diplomat status that were donors to Trump's campaign, people were like, look at this. This is almost like a bribe. And I was just like, no, that's like, how do you not, this is like what we were talking about last week. It's like, how do you not know that's, that's kind of how this works. Like, and then it's like, all of a sudden, you'd be like, well, yeah, like, oh, Obama did that. Uh, Bush did that. Clinton did that. That's just how that works. Large campaign, do- large-scale campaign donors end up with, like, ambassadorships and bullshit like that. So, turns out... That's, that's one where, like, people are calling out the fucking establishment has to be like, chill, 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 chill. Dude, people were talking about, when people were talking about, yeah, it, it, people were like, all right, come on, guys, come on, relax. Well, it's like, yeah, the, so there was all these, like, uh, resignations at the State Department. Turns out that happens every presidency, like right in the beginning. I'm just saying is like, it's like, so you reported on this stuff, and it was pretty easy to find the holes. I didn't want to. I didn't want to like Trump. I really did not want, and I I don't like Trump, but I, I really didn't want to like him because of his stance on immigration and the fact that I thought he was an asshat. Right? Like it's like I did not, I did not trust the guy. Um, as a as a lifelong New Yorker, that guy's been in the tabloids as a scumbag. You know, the Daily News and the Post, I remember seeing those fucking papers every day on the way to school on the fucking newsstand of Trump being an asshole. You know what I mean? Like, the guy's a fucking laughingstock here. Like, 
So I was like, I didn't want to like him. And I could still be like, guys, why are you just mad at him for this? Can we get mad at everybody? Can we get mad at the system? And the fact is, the people that wanted to like him were obviously going to see that. And it was pretty obvious. And obviously, they're only going to trust him by the end of this. And then they're going to storm the Capitol. It's just a, it's, it's a natural, right? That's the next step. You storm the Capitol building. Yeah, I mean, you know, Dude, everybody knows. The shit is fucking hilarious. American Airlines suspended drinks on flights out at D.C. that night. And they're like, why? Because they were just like, Fuck, these people are going to get on planes. They're going to be all worked up. They're going to start drinking. This is going to be a fuck. Like, dude, how funny is that? It's just like a, a corporation is just like, um, yeah, just don't serve any booze because we, we don't know which one of them is the guy in the fucking uh, furry suit, <laughs> the guy in the mantor outfit. We got that guy. He's actually, we, we, we have online. a very surprise interview. We're going to go to that. I want to I wanna finish my talk about this nonsense horseshit that happened at the Capitol. Um, because a lot of things, again, and the whole point is things are coming out of this. People are starting to talk about it. Um, uh, can you go to the uh, video I sent you uh, from PBS of, what's her name? Uh, Congressman Madeline Dean from uh, Pennsylvania. She's a 61-year-old. Freshman Congresswoman, sixty-one, sixty-one. This chick? No, that's Judy Woodruff. She's the anchor for the PBS NewsHour, Mike. Uh, I don't don't Uh, watch fucking. How old do you think Judy Woodruff is? I I mean, I'm gonna guess sixty-four. Yeah, you said sixty-one. I would guess sixty-one. All right, hit play on this. Victim. She's a member of the Judiciary Committee, and she joins us now from Washington. Judy Woodruff, Congresswoman Dean, thank you so much uh, for joining us. And before I ask you about that, I I do want to ask how you are. Uh, We saw your own tweets and those of your son yesterday while you were in hiding. It it was such a. It seemed like such a deeply harrowing experience. Thank you for asking. Uh, And I am fine. I am well. I am safe. Uh, And I'm sorry. I'm sorry that my family was so worried. I'm sorry that staff was put at peril and risk. Uh, I'm sad. I don't like the fact that Congress people are acting like the Parkland kids. (laughs) I'm fucking furious about it. I literally, like, I watched this today and I was like, bitch, you're not that fucking, what's that kid's name? Hog? David Hog? Yes. You're not David Hog, bitch. You're not that chick who fucking shaved your head. Like, you, you don't get to, first of all, again, I didn't see any video of anybody with guns at this thing. What? I well the cops. I didn't see. Did you? They oh the I, protesters. Yeah, the protesters. No, I didn't see anybody. Exactly. Going. You don't get. To, yeah, I saw that lady get shot in the face. Oh, by the way, you know what her last tweet was? Mm-mm. Nothing can stop us. I just want to say for anybody who didn't expect me to laugh at that, you need to go back and listen to more of this show <laughs> because we have said. Uh, for the record, we will laugh at death on this show. We will laugh at you dying on this show. Nothing can stop us. No- We're all the way up. Nothing can stop us. Except. First of all, that door had already stopped you, lady. <laughs> and then- no, no, it hadn't because she was pushing through the door. Oh, yeah. And then when- she shot in the damn face. Mm. Turns out doors tried. Doors failed. Bullets still undefeated at stopping us. Yeah. At stopping ladies. Like, what the fuck? Nothing? 
Nothing can stop She didn't have a gun, and she thought nothing could stop her. Bitch, you think you're the juggernaut? You got a ruby gem, a Cinerac, and some armor? You ain't the juggernaut, bitch. Like, nothing can stop you? What the fuck are you talking about, stupid? Nothing can stop... First of all, any man in that mob could have just smacked you one. (laughs) Like, fucking fucking idiot. Let me see a picture of this lady who nothing could stop her, and then she got shot in the fucking head. Kind of cute, too. R.I.P. Oh, she was all right. But she could definitely get stopped. A uh, woman is Ashley Babbitt. Ooh, 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 that's rough. 14-year veteran who served four tours in the yeah, U.S. Yeah, but Air I Force. also, she has she has restraining orders against her because she's real creepy to dudes. Really? Yeah. And yet you're promoting male rape on this show. Mm. I think women to male rape is fine. Mm. Inconsistent. Nothing will stop us. They can try and try, but the storm is here and is descending upon D.C. in less than 24 hours. Uh, Dark to light, she wrote in a treat on Tuesday. Turns out security guards at the Capitol can control the weather. (laughs) (laughs) The storm is here. Mm. Rough. Ashley Babbitt. Yo, who the fuck is... Who's who's complaining about this chick? Son, you're gay. I don't know, man. Uh, If she's keying your car and shit... Mm. Is she? She's calling your wife and shit. All right. Look. R.I.P. Ashley Babbitt. Mm. Turns out something could stop you. <laughs> I, I here's the thing. <laughs> I I just think it would be funny if that guy had stopped her with like a large cartoon mallet. <laughs> you know what I mean? She'd still be dead. You know what I mean? But it would be. It might be. Fun. I guess it, it's such a weird. It's such a weird thing. Is like that's the thing. Is like. As violent as as violent as these protesters supposedly were, and I saw some photos of peaceful protesters there. Um, it, here's a weird thing, Mike. It, so there's protests in the summer. There's protests now. They're both turned a little raucous. Let's just use the word raucous. I'm kind of fine with both in a weird way. Well, I don't know how you could not be fine with BLM. Like I said, I was, I I I didn't like that they were justifying the burning, particularly, like I said, on that one street, but like in other places, like, rob a Target. Sure. Rob a Walmart. And when they were blowing up cop cars, no problem. When you're burning down a small immigrant-owned restaurant that probably people scrimped and saved working in fucking kitchens their whole life to fucking build, I don't feel good about it. Yeah. Well, like, what about the guy in Atlanta who had, like, you know, saved up his whole life, like, retired from his job as, like, a bus driver or whatever, opened a sports bar, hadn't had time to get insurance. Like, legitimately, it wasn't finished, Yeah. so it wasn't insured yet, and they burned it down the day before it was, like, supposed to be, like, getting insurance. Yeah. Sucks. This is what I'm talking about. And it's, like, people were getting on TV and being, like, these businesses have insurance, and, like, even if you have insurance, you're not getting a full payout from your insurance. Mm. This is all... As somebody, again, who grew up in a small family business, that bothered me. But blowing up cop cars, I was like, yeah, go ahead. You know what I mean? Like, when they fucked with CNN in Atlanta, that was great. I was like, let's go. Let's go, baby. This is fucking dope. That's who you should be fucking with. You know what I mean? Like, I'm fucking all for that shit. Um, Damn, this looks like my boy's fucking wife. Who? Sad. Ashley Babbitt? Yeah. Oh, this is her again? Yeah. Let me see some more. Fu- less cute. Let's see some more pics. Still, huh. still, still not bad. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet she was fucking real hot in fucking her twenties. Oh, Yankee fans, this is depressing. No, nah, San Diego, so I think she's oh, a Padres okay. fan. Okay, I just saw the pinstripes. Yeah. 
Alright. Look at fucking Yo, this dude is now single though. Right? Fucking hook him up with Shannon. Oh yeah, maybe. That's Shannon's type. Yeah. A mountain of a man. We should do that. <clears throat> dude, I'm always fucking looking out for for baby girl Shannon. Um so yeah, uh so that happened. So they were saying um uh, again, Madeline Dean, she 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 acted like a Parkland kid. She said she was in horrible, horrible um terror and this and that. And then um somebody had tweeted out this video of government officials uh during the protest. It may, it may have been before they actually breached the Capitol, but they were watching this go down and it was getting to the point. Can you play the video, Mike? The the, the one I sent from you. The, the bunker? Uh the bunker video, yes. Now this is a party with government officials, largely largely maskless. Of uh, Trump staff members and various people in the Capitol building as this protest was going on. There's your boy Don. Um, Can you believe that guy bought my Twitter for a hundred bucks? We'll get to that in a second. Um, this, but this, this, uh, this, the is, mu- this music is this. Don, here's Don Jr. in a private bunker. This may have been in the White House, but they're wa- they're literally watching what's happening. On screens from a bunker. Was that him taking a selfie video? He turned the camera back. Don Jr. is filming this video. He turned it back on himself. This is exactly what I expect Republicans to party to. Yeah. Fucking Scarface music. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they turned on the camera when Push the Limit came on because the lines <laughs> came out. Um, are, we, are we good here? Yeah, we can turn this on. Yeah, this looks like way before. This looks like about the time Rudy was screaming, I want trial by combat. But what I'm saying is, yeah, so what I'm saying is they knew this was going down because they were already in the bunker. So they knew it was about to go down. So what did they think was going to happen? I saw, I saw videos of press in like the back rooms of the fucking Capitol, and they were like trying to make it seem like they were in danger, but it was really just security rushing past them. I can't imagine that... Fucking freshman congressman Madeline Dean was in real danger. Maybe the only real danger she was in is they were like, Chug pledge, Chug. <laughs> they were like, they were like, come on, Frosh. And they paddled her a couple of times. I don't know, dude. I saw like the 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 doors to the actual room where the senators were was like boarded up and dudes had like guns out. Yeah. Those dudes were in danger. Yeah. Those dudes with the guns. Yeah. Right there. You think they didn't shoot all those motherfuckers down bat poles like in that 60s episode of like that 60s show? They like went right out a door down into a panic room. Maybe. It was like that Jodie Foster movie Panic Room. Remember that movie? <laughs> With Jodie Foster Panic Room? And Kristen Stewart. Yeah, it was weird that she didn't keep a uh, pinball machine in the panic room. It was, uh, it was weird to me. That's why I would panic if yeah. I was Jodie Foster. Yeah, you need a pinball machine if you're Jodie Foster in a panic room. Yeah, why else um, are you panicking? All I'm saying is I guarantee you Nancy Pelosi wasn't in her office because that one dude had his feet on her, stole her mail. What a dork, by the way, that guy is. Now, that guy ruled, dude. He was live streaming from her office trying to call Trump on her phone. First of all, I love how everybody was very mad about people using the phones in the cat. It was like, oh, no, they've damaged the landlines in the Capitol building. Oh, oh, did they not press nine? Who the fuck cares 
about the landlines in the... Ca- First of all, none of those phones were red. So that means it doesn't go to the nuclear stuff. Can't call the bombs then. Exactly. I didn't even know... Like, it just seemed like they were having a good time, man. But we all paid for that, right? Tax money. Right? Dude, I look at that, and I'm just like, why... I don't know. I kind of dug it. Same thing I was saying last week when the guy fucking vandalizing Pelosi and McConnell's houses. Mm-hmm. Like, I like politicians being in fear a little bit. Yeah. I'm into it. Politicians should be in constant fear. Dude, like, Ari went on the fucking news five years ago and said, if you want real change in this country, go kill a politician. It's a real quote from Ari Shafir on the news. You say the news, like it wasn't just some, like, local affiliate. No, it was like, no, it was like MSNBC, like their morning program or some shit. Mm. It's a real thing. So, like, 75 people were watching. I don't know, B. They, They don't have good ratings over there at MSNBC. Um... Look, we have a very, very important interview coming up. But look, some things are happening because of this stuff. We look, we have honestly, Mike. Can you believe I got this guy for the interview? And what about politics? Sorry, it was HuffPost. Yeah, um, I can, I can believe it. You can believe because you. I mean, he's probably one of the many, many listeners of this show. I mean, seven billion. Seven billion. There's also just a lot of histrionics involved in this gentleman. He clearly likes being seen. Yeah, he likes. All right, that's true. But we got. A fucking great get. He was in the Capitol. Um, he's going to be coming up in just a bit. Um, but first, because, like I said, we need to be wary of any legislation that comes because of this. Um, we should talk to, we're not talking, we should watch some clips from um, New York Senator uh, Charles. I think MMA is human cockfighting because I'm in the pocket of the service industry fucking union Schumer. Um, I'm a dumb cunt, Chuck Schumer. Right. Um, so I have some clips from he gave a press conference that for some reason had to be on a street corner because he couldn't just film a fucking video in his house like a fucking normal human being. Um, do you have do you have these clips, Mike? Yeah. Noted so, cunt Chuck Schumer coming right up. Uh, noted noted MMA hater. Make and, no mistake about it. Go uh, go the back to yesterday. We're in. This is my this is my favorite part. Look at him shuffling with papers. Because he doesn't want to be outside. Because he's an old Jewish man and it's chilly out. He's wearing a members-only jacket, I think. <laughs> but make no mistake about it. The reprehensible acts yesterday were incited by the President of the United States. Yesterday's events would not have happened without him. If there were no President Trump, this would not have happened plain and simple. What? The fish stinks from the head. Pause it. Plain and the fish stinks from the head. Is not an expression, Charles Schumer. It is certainly not an expression that I've ever heard. Uh, I've never been served, and here's the thing: it it's not cultural because I've never been served herring with the head on it. I have never been served kofilta fish, which is fish parts mashed together with a head on it. So it's not cultural. The fish stinks from the head? First of all, I don't believe fish stink emanate. If, you were, if a fish were rotting and you had some sort of smelloscope, like in Futurama, to identify where the stink was emanating, I would think the initial stink would not be from the head. There's more bones in a fish's head than elsewhere, and there's more meat to rot 
in the nether regions of the fish, Mike. The fish was rotting from the head. Now, I'm going to assume that his uh, speechwriter um, meant to say, wrote Hydra, and he goes, nobody knows what a Hydra is, but everybody likes a good piece of white fish. Is what I'm going to assume happened in the, what the fuck else? So I'm thinking it was like a, like he, he had to outsource his speech writing to another country, right? And, and they, they had- just... The, the words the Google got- Translate, right? Like, it was supposed to be like, you know, you cut off the head of the snake and the fucking body dies. But- yeah, it was eel, and he was like, eel, that doesn't track. Right, like something <laughs> about fish being smelly, and then also that analogy with the snake, and it's, you know, when you're... It definitely, that translation came from somewhere with hentai porn, is what, we, what, we're, what we're coming to. Almost certainly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> go to the, just go to the next, go to the, jump to the next place. We, they kept us on hold for 25 minutes. What? And then said the vice president wouldn't come on the phone. So we are making this call public. Pause this. Because how great. He said he called Vice President Pence to evoke the, 20, the, the, the 25th Amendment. 25th Amendment, yes. Uh, and he put me on hold. for t- What kind of office is this? I don't know, Chuck. He might have something else to fucking do today. After all that shit we just saw, and then, and then he wouldn't even come to the phone after tw- after twenty five minutes. They disconnected me. Can you? I'll never shop there again. Land's End, LL Bean. That's where I get my fleeces from now. <laughs> Fucking Chuck Schumer stinks. Does kind of stink. We were talking. You said that AOC might run against him. Yeah. She's like laying the groundwork for it. She better look at. She said uh She stinks too. She does stink. But she said from, she said she's not, not from the head, Mike. <laughs> no, that's that's the only place she stinks from. Everything else about her is pristine. When she starts talking, then it's like, oh, this Ooh, stinks. Yeah. yeah, she got some bad breath. Uh go for the, go to this last Chuck Schumer clip. And I'd like to make one other point on a related subject. It was a. I'm not Martin Scorsese. That's not the whole statement. Okay. It was appalling. <laughs> that, that is all I just wanted to show. <laughs> how much he's so annoyed that he has to be outside in the cold because of COVID. <laughs> I really just wanted. How fucking funny was him just being like, "This isn't." I fucking. It's like you're producing his <laughs> podium. It's, 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 fucking good for him, though. He got his own podium this time. Yeah. He didn't Nobody stole to, it. He didn't have to stand next to Nancy Pelosi oh, yeah. quietly. Oh, while behind, with a weird, with a people's eyebrow raised. <laughs> Just not quite fitting behind that tiny podium, seating all his time there. Yeah. Look, so we have to go, we have to go to our fucking, we have a fucking huge guest. Huge guest. Huge guest. Usually now, we save the interviews for the end. Yeah, we usually do. It's uh, we've the only other person we've had was another political guest mid show, and that was Hunter Biden. Mm. Um, now, uh, you know, Coke connoisseur Hunter Biden, as right. we all know. Uh, this person was the um, the standout 
of the Capitol building riot, right? Um, it was, uh, his name is uh, Jake Angeli. Uh, some people may know him as the modern day Mantor. Uh, it was the man in, uh, he had the horned outfit. He is uh, wanted now. They're looking for him. He hasn't been arrested yet. Uh, but he is honestly like, first of all, pull that picture back up. The guy next to him, to uh, my right, is uh, that guy was the first person fired because of this. For real? Because you see what he's wearing? That's his work badge. And in certain pictures, they can make out the company he works for. Like, I mean, let's see if we're one of those people. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's been fired. Um, but yeah, this gentleman dressed up like a uh, Buffalo Jake Angeli. He is, and he is waiting on the line to speak to us. Has been for about forty minutes now. Yes. Uh, well, th- thank God um, that he's he's will. First of all, this is an exclusive. No one else has gotten an interview with this gentleman. He said, "I need to talk to the goon. Get me Chris from Brooklyn uh, and his stalwart producer Michael Harrington." And so, uh, Jake, Jake, are you there? That's one clap for yes, right? Okay, good. Now, Jake, um, I just want to know, so now people were saying that you were actually a BLM supporter, an Antifa person, who was there at the rally as kind of a false flag thing because they saw you at a BLM rally. Is there any truth to that? That's two claps for no. Okay, that's a yes. Um, so So now, you are a president... Trump guy through and through. Okay, that's one clap for yes. Now, how do you feel about the fact that he has seceded and uh, he's renounced everything that happened at the Capitol? <laughs> whoa, whoa there. Whoa there, Jay. Calm down. Calm down. Don't get so angry. Um, so, so, so you're not, you do not approve of uh, President Trump uh you know, giving up the election to Joe Biden. That's a that's. I'm gonna assume that's uh, one clap for no. I'm gonna. Um, so, so let me ask you a question, Jake. Um, so after this, you have to you have to obviously, I assume, defend yourself in court. No lawyer is going to defend. I, I don't even know that a human lawyer can defend a half man, half animal hybrid, Jake. Um, but. So as you're defending yourself, are you going? You're going to plead innocent because you thought you believed you were doing what was right for the country. Okay, that's one clap for yes. That's good. Um, so now that all right, so we're going into the trial, and I, I just want to understand something. Um, you are a QAnon believer, correct? Okay, one clap for yes. Um, so when Q stopped leaving drops, you took that as opposed to you were scammed like an asshole, as most people would say. Well, right, whoa, 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 boy, whoa, boy. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. You took the silence as a call to violence. One clap for yes, thank you. Um, so I, I personally am very glad. So I've been watching uh, the various seasons of Q, uh, and I'm very glad you guys got your series finale without having to go to some sort of streaming network. Um, 
Now, would you have preferred a movie or was this a great series finale for season four of Q? Oh, yes. One clap for yes. Okay, that's good. I'm glad. I thought he was going to be angry at that. Um, so, so, I mean, let's, let's talk about this. What is next for you? J- Jake, you're a star now. You are a legitimate star. Would you consider fighting Jake Paul? <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I get it. He's a libtard. I get it. So is that a yes or a no? That's a yes. You would fight Jake Paul. So you're hearing it here first. Uh, Jake Angel, a.k.a. the modern-day mentor, the man, the man in the horns. You fuck with a bull, you get the fucking horns, Mike. Whoa, 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 Jake. Calm down. Uh, so Jake, the Battle of the Jakes. These are the two most famous Jakes in America right now. Thanks, Jake. Um, I'll tell you this. Uh, so you fight Jake Paul, you get through Jake Paul. Now, I posited this on Twitter a few weeks ago. I think Jake Paul should fight Brock Lesnar. Now, you already are a beast. Brock Lesnar is the beast. Are you willing to fight Brock Lesnar? (laughs) That's not a yes or a no, Jake. That's a yes! Beast versus beast. Brock Lesnar versus Jake Angeli. I, I, Mike, I think we need to promote a pay-per-view. I, look, Jake, um, we got to talk a little bit more about the Capitol. Now, okay, uh, did you make it into Nancy Pelosi's office as well? Did you sniff her chair? Now, I assumed it seems like the fish was rotten at the tail, correct? One clap for yes. There you go. We knew it, Mike. We knew it. That death becomes her Goldie Hawn ass bitch. All right. Now, did you make it to AOC's office? Again, had the fish gone rotten at the tail? Two claps for no. You were right, Mike. Pristine from the neck down. Now, Jake, uh, uh, do you have any plugs? <laughs> so you can follow Jake uh, at Chris from BKLYN on Twitter and Instagram or at the M Harrington on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Jake, the modern day mentor, has been here on the show. Thank God. we. This is a huge get, Jake. Thank you so much for being here. Is there any parting notes you want? Let me say this. Um, the next administration is coming in. Do you think they should pardon everybody? that uh, happen to be part of this riot going forward. Okay. Now, do you also think that that lady getting shot after tweeting that nothing can stop her and that other lady dying after getting trampled, every day, it was hilarious. <laughs> You're angry at that? You're, oh, oh my God, Jake. I, didn't, I don't, I don't want to upset you. You're the biggest get the show's ever gotten. So, so, so you're saying you, do, you think that was not funny? No, you do think it was funny. Oh, okay. All right, good. I, I'm so glad we're on the same page. I hope to have you in studio. You know, once all this whole mess, once you're out of jail and this whole mess is over, just thanks for being on the show. I'd love to. Ha- I, I love you too. 
I love you too, Jake. Uh, that's Jake, the man with the horns from the Capitol Building. Thank God we got him on the show. We were the first. We were the first show to ever have him. Even I'll, I'll tell you this: we're recording this on a Friday. This comes out on Tuesday. I guarantee we will still be the first interview with the modern day mentor, uh, Jake Angeli. And thank you. Heard it here first, folks. Thank you. Thanks, Jake. Have a good night, uh, Mike. What do you think about that guest? That was a great guest. Incredible. Yeah, we, I can't. I mean, I can't believe he was so patient to wait on the line for like forty minutes. Look, he's a good dude. I mean, look, I, I get that like people are mad at him right now. It, I'll be honest. I I think a lot of people were mad at him over the cultural appropriation. He's got those weird Samoan tattoos. Um, but no, I mean, well, it was Samoan and Viking. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm really glad we got him on the show. He got to tell a little bit of his side of the story. Very, very honestly, a misunderstood guy. Um, so make sure you go follow him on social media at Chris from BKLYN. Um, oh, also, a lot of people are questioning whether or not he is, in fact, the lead singer of uh, Jamiroquai. And the lead singer of Jamiroquai came out and said, no, that's that's not me. Oh, that's probably good. Yeah. Good thing uh, we didn't ask him about that. It would have been embarrassing. Yeah, that would have been, right? <laughs> that is pretty close. Yeah. Also, I mean, a lot of people thought somebody else we know was there. Me. Oh, yeah. Uh, pull up this photo. Yeah, so I d don't think this looks like you. I don't see it. Um, Unless it's like this guy in the back, maybe? I don't... No, a lot of people think this guy right in the front who looks like he's doing the running man at the police. It looks like he's, he's wearing a QAnon shirt um, over a hoodie. First of all, the T-shirt over the hoodie, not a good look for anyone. No, I mean, not since like 92. It wasn't a good look then. I mean, I thought it was pretty cool when I was a kid. Yeah, you were a child. Yeah. Um, the fact that you're an adult and sticking to that. And, and this is as a person still wearing hats like this, uh, well past the 90s. Um, uh, let, let's just say this. is uh, This guy uh, is lunging at the police a little bit, being like, come at me, bro. And uh, our friend Sonia posted this, and I shared it on my Instagram story. She then shared photos of people being like, is that Harrington? <laughs> I got... Multiple people asking if that was Mike Harrington at the Capitol building. And I was like, you think Mike can afford to layer up? I mean, you think Mike can fucking, you know. Get, uh, yeah, uh, what do you think he took on a cellar train down to DC? Yeah, that first and foremost. First I of all, I could have ridden Chrissy Mayer there. That's true. <laughs> she is a horse yeah. who uh, was there. She was there, our friend Chrissy. Uh, um, but no, I mean, I, I also, like, do you think I'm somebody who cares that much about anything? I'll be honest, though. I kind of wish I was there. It looked like a lot of fun. I don't know, dude. That you think this guy looks like he's having fun? No, not that guy. But that guy behind him with the with the mirrored shades looks like he's having a good time. That guy does look like he was just doing an eight ball outside. Yeah, the guy fucking with his feet up on Pelosi's desk. Look like I, I think I still think look that this Nick Mullen looking motherfucker. This guy isn't having fun. Yeah. All right, but. These guys are hand jobs. This is one photo. Uh, that guy stole the podium, looked like he was having a good time. Yeah, that guy was killing it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's like, people look like they were having fun. That looked like, first of all, I just like being in a fracas. Mm. You don't like being in a fracas? Yeah, I mean. It's fun to be in a fracas. It's all right. It's fun to say it. <clears throat> it's a, isn't it a fracas? It's I, a fracas say, or a ruckus. You can't say a fracas. I say a fracas. That's, you are ignorant. 
This guy's having a fucking blast, though. All these guys look like they're having fun. They're this killing. Guy, this guy legitimately looks like he was just going to do shopping in D.C. that day, and he's like, yeah. oh, it looks like there's a big anti- line. He's just antiquing in the fucking Capitol building? He just saw there was a big line outside the Capitol building. He went in. He's like, look at this. Yeah. He can just take whatever you want from here. Yeah. All right. We got to get out of here soon. It's been it's been a good this has been a good long show. Great interview. Um, great Ask the Goon segment. You can reach out to the Goon if you go to uh, Ask the Goon at gmail.com. Mm. Um, and just, yeah, ask, you can ask any sort of advice. I'll answer it. Um, but there is a children's show in Denmark. And I figured we could just watch the first episode. I found that on YouTube. It's about five minutes. It's called um, Dillermand. Uh, John Dillermand. Uh has a giant prehensile penis. Now, you don't know what the word prehensile means. Is that correct? Correct. Right, do you understand how a monkey's tail can grip things? Yes. That's what prehensile means. Oh. Yeah. I, I asked, just for anybody listening, I asked Mike before, I said that, I said I gave that exact description of this children's, children's program from Denmark um, before the show, and he goes, I don't know what prehensile means. And I said, you know what? We'll save it. And I'll tell you on the show. Okay, here's the thing. If you did know what prehensile means, uh, leave a one-star review um, and, and tell us that you knew what it meant and that fucking Chris is, is uh, I'm an idiot. Uh, otherwise, Chris is just talking for, down to you people. First of all, I'll tell you this right I I guarantee you more than half of the listening, I would say 98% of the listening audience to this program knows what prehensile means. No fucking way. There's no way. 98%. You were just not in school in fourth grade when they talked about monkeys that day. That's what reti- No, you are a fucking weird autist who remembers like minutia like this. Nobody knows. Prehensile? What- yes. Everybody knows. What I'm going to text are. 15 people on my phone right now. Please. Oh my God, please do that. You fucking text 15, 15 people and I need to know them too. Okay. Alex is first. Okay. Don't tell me who all the people are. I'm going to explain what this show is. So this is a show about, it's a claymation show in Denmark about... How do you spell prehensile? <laughs> sound it out. <laughs> All right, it's a show in Denmark. All right. The children's show in Denmark about a man named John Dillermond who has a giant prehensile penis that helps him solve problems. Now, Diller is a slang term for penis in Denmark. Now... I think this is great. I think this is uh, helping bolster male egos. Uh, some people don't think it's the best possible thing in the world for children. How long does it take to write a text, Mike? I got to send it to 15 people. You want me to just cut to it right now? I, was, I thought you were still queuing it up. No, I, uh, look. So this is a show. It, it, opponents are saying that uh, this man uh, can, shouldn't, no man can control his penis. And we, this is not a message we should want to send to children. That a man can control his penis. I say that is a message that we want to send to children. Because if you don't have control over your penis, what are you? A rapist. I think this is a good show, John Dillerman. I think John Dillerman is a role model because he controls his penis. If your penis is out of control, what are you? You're just a common sex criminal, hmm. jizzing you're randomly jizzing in places. You're just leaving. That's like that's like leaving gum on the seat in the subway. That's what that's like. 
it's just coming all over the place. That's, what that's it's exactly what that's like. Yes. That's a one-to-one analogy, Mike. Um, so, uh, John Dillman has a prehensile penis. I figured, like I said, I figured we would just watch. There's a five-minute episode up on YouTube. It's the first episode. I figured we would just watch it. I'll go over some of the commentary. Uh, the Guardian put out, uh, guess what? They're not pro-anything penis at The Guardian. I, I wouldn't have guessed that. Mm. Um, it's a terrible news source. But that's how I found out about this whole thing. So I figured we'll watch that. If you're still not texted, because here's the thing. I'm hoping we'll get a couple of responses by the end of the show. I mean, this is one of the smartest people I know. I'm putting him in here. Um, and you're just going to write, do you know what the word prehensile means? Do you know what prehensile means without Googling it? Doing a thing for a show. Fine. You're hitting send. Yeah. All right. I've so far texted one, two, three, four. Why are five you sending people. a group text? Because I don't have my cell phone service isn't turned on. I gotta go through Facebook Messenger, and I don't want to fucking start a mass text message like that. It's wild. Okay. How many have you sent? Sent five. I'm gonna send that, another that's ten. Enough. That's enough. All right, you ready for this? Let's watch the let's watch the show. I want you to watch it with me. I almost think they're trolling because he's pogo sticking on his cock. And you can watch along with this. We're gonna like add. We're gonna add a link to the show notes so that you can go back and watch along with us. John Lufthahune. So John Airs Dogs is the name is the title of this episode. He's grilling outside. He loves grilled sausages, but he doesn't like fire. Why did he have to light the fire with his dick? Oh. I like that his dick really is helpful. It's like a monkey's tail. Yeah. You would think that he'd be worried about his dick burning more than any of the other parts of his body, because that's what everybody else is worried about. What is wrong with you? This is what this is the bad message they're sending children. All right. I mean, so the the Guardian shows uh, says this is a show that depicts a man who is impulsive and not always in control, who makes mistakes like kids do, but crucially, Dillerman always makes it right. He takes responsibility for his action. When a woman in the show tells him that he should keep his penis in his pants, for instance, he listens. That's good. That's a good thing. I mean, he never takes it out of his pants. I think what we really need to be focusing on here is that he has, uh, like, Hulk pants. Yeah, he has really stretchy material <laughs> right. pants. Like, I mean, that's really the groundbreaking <laughs> aspect of John Dillerman. Right. Um, oh, he's hungry and wants to buy... So- like, w- so this is a guy with a huge cock okay. who's constantly craving sausages. We're going to wait till the end till we get responses to the text, Mike. Okay. Um, I mean, this is crazy. He's supposed to be walking these dogs. Yeah. And he's just letting the dogs go by themselves. Well, you're as a dog walker, you think uh, John Dillard... Here's the thing. He's got big dick energy. He doesn't really have to care about these dogs. Yeah, but I mean, the dogs still need caring. Clearly not, man. Clearly not. And he just got stuck with many more dogs? Well, he's a dog walker. Is he's he getting got, paid got, for this? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand Danish. Air dogs? What does air dogs mean? It means getting... It's air butt. It's like the movie air butt. <laughs> One of those dogs is going to be the next center for the next. He already took two of these dogs on a walk. He got to take... Three, he's got to take three more. Why, why is the sausage squeaky now? Oh, this is actually pretty tight, dude. He's got four, he's got five dogs on a leash on his dick, 
And then there's also well, he's got he's got a sausage, sausage holding his dick. His dick is holding a sausage so that the dogs all walk. And now why all these he, kids are very giddy for seeing yeah, this giant he, dicked man. I think this is actually pretty bad, Mike. This is maybe not good. Okay. Hmm. Well, somehow he's now stealing a park bench and whipping a cat. Those people don't have faces, which is terrifying. How is this not just an adult? This got to be a troll. This just seems like an adult swim gimmick. Yes. But apparently, real. Wait, what? He, he just tore down a statue? He's one of those people now? Oh, man. I think so that this could is be a pro-BLM thing. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm, I'm really glad Jake's not still on the line. He'd be all fucking... <laughs> Did he steal that hat from Waluigi? Probably. What? I like how he can always just lure the dogs back with the sausage. Right. Oh, they bit his dick. That's good. Well, no, the dog, he bit the sausage. Then why did he make that face? Because I think it was just the weight of a dog... I don't know. Is it great? Is it He's biting getting his, his dick bitten by dogs? I mean, this is wild. I think it's a good show. Also, why is he on a truck? I might buy the whole season on fucking iTunes. I just don't understand why he's on the truck, too. It's even said uh, you can he got a- all the dogs back, even though it hurt a little. That's the moral of the story. Thanks for helping. And he had money for new sausages because he got all the dogs back. Okay. He came home and threw them on the grill, but that kind of thing may well take some time. So, you know, you must not dill her. Boom, and his dick exploded. Why does he keep burning these sausages? You're putting on too much gas on this fucking fire. Well, that's the first episode of John Dillerman. Fucking dummy. It's making some, it's making some waves. Dillerman dummy. I thought we should end the show a little lightly after all that heavy political talk. Yeah, of course. But So, John Dillerman, that's my, that's my hero. Yeah. Go find that boy. Okay. So, so far, it's uh, 50-50. You've, how many people did you text? One, two, three, four. Uh, nine people so far. Nine people. And yeah. So, 50-50. There is no yeah. 50-50 to nine people. Because well, there's only been two responses from the... Okay. Who are yeah. the two people? Uh, Brian. Okay. Who works here. Who uh, said yes. Yeah, but Brian fucking knows everything, and he probably Googled it. the other Because it's Brian, and who's he can never be wrong. Uh, and Frank... Uh, Frank doesn't know what the word prehensile means. Said, I've heard the word before. Uh, do not know. Uh, heard it before, but no. And then he said, "The witches diet before children." Prehensal. Woof. Tough crowd. Tough crowd. Frank knows that's for this show, so he's just trying to tank my show. Yeah. I'm very. I'm very annoyed. I'm very annoyed that if you know what the word prehensile means. Uh, Leave us a five-star review. Yeah. And if you don't, leave, leave a one-star one review. Yeah. yeah. Everybody that listens to this either know. knows what prehensile means or it doesn't, yeah. or it doesn't, without Googling it. Um, or if you knew before the show, well, we're going to take your word for it. It's the honor system. Um, yeah, there's been a lot going on in this show, Mike. It's been, it's been a busy show. Um, we had a great interview that we usually keep. You know, we usually save interviews to the end of the show. We had to do that right in the middle. Uh, we had a great Ask the Goon segment. Um, I'm really glad everything happened. Uh, I'm really glad um, more than one person doesn't know the word prehensile, which I feel like you learn in fourth grade. 
But um, you follow us both. Uh, VM Harrington on uh, you know, social media. Me, uh, at Chris from BKON. Leave us a review on iTunes. I'm just sad about this whole prehensile thing. Good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Say goodbye.